now batting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two Menon Van Nunley and Fred Slow and in the on-deck circle Robert Buck D. Gibson this is two men on with Van Nunley and Fred Slow It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Well, well botchery is what, what it means. Th- what's that word? It's Fat Tuesday, isn't it? Uh, all right, so this makes more sense because early earlier today, a home free guy yelled "Happy New Orleans" to me, and okay. I didn't know what that was. All right, so now I know what that is. You just assume that. Uh, Derek Carr signed with the Saints. He, I, I, I did not make that assumption. Oh, I, I made the assu- that maybe he thought I was a fool. Okay, well that's an easy leap okay, to yeah. take right there. It's Fat Tuesday. What does that even mean? Mardi Gras literally means Fat Tuesday. So you get fat on this Tuesday, then you have to give up something for Lent, as tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. Then Friday is Good Friday. Then Easter is Sunday, I think. I don't know any of this is true or not. 505-246-0610. Will a priest call into the program and explain this to us? Why a priest? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, anybody. All right, so according to Urban Dictionary, Fat Tuesday is the party on on. Fat... Urban Dictionary? Yeah. You might want to do Wiki. Wiki dictionary? Wiktionary. Yeah, all right, so I got it here. Are you ready? Yeah. The party is on Fat Tuesday. Then we give up something during Lent. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a good definition. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, so you are Adam Man Eve nineteen sixty nine on Urban Dictionary? No, I'm Ronnie Durbitz nineteen sixty nine, <laughs> you fool. Everybody knows that. Drift, do you put a little ash on your forehead tomorrow, or are you one of them? No, I Uh, do not. Are you? Where do you put your ash? Yeah, where do you put it? Just like uh, whenever you're cleaning out the the chimney. When you're you're shim, shim, shiroo, shim, shim, shiree. When you finish the bowl in your bong. What do I do? Where do I put the ash? I like to add it to a few um, edible... Um, hey, oh, okay. <laughs> Griff's here, everyone. Thumbs out. We know Griff's giving up on Ash Wednesday tomorrow. Not that. Not that. <laughs> you know what I'm giving up tomorrow for Lent? Scissoring people. No. I, I swear what? it, dude. Yep. You really going to retire it? I says, Griff, did I scissor you yes. today? Yes. I, I feel so weird when we do it. Like, I feel so dirty, but I love doing it. It's the best. I like whenever you can scissor someone real fast, like at work, and no one knows. You just, you're like passing in the hallway with a quick scissor on to your next thing. I'm giving up scissoring for Lent. Okay, what's next? Good luck. Have you decided? What do you mean? I thought you only give up one thing. Like, are you going to do no, a I mean, pound? What's going to be oh, the, yeah. the new scissor is the question. Oh, all right, first of all. Are you just going to do the spocker instead? What is that? That's like scissoring, but you use both fingers. See, I'm doing it. So the, the, you touch the camera. tips. You touch tips. That's all right. If so you're great. watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live right now, the, you'll see me doing the Spocker I scissor. Think the Spocker is where you, re- you wreck your bike and your hand gets caught in the wheel. No, Urban Dictionary Spocker. See what that says. Okay, not going to do that. <laughs> 
So, Griff, you're you're. What are you giving up, Griff? Nothing. Okay, interesting. That's a good radio bit. We'll just bury it <laughs> in the ground. Van. I don't even know what I. I'll have to think of something. This is going to be a big Same. year for me. Mm-hmm. Because this year I will be giving up, giving up. Oh. So yeah. So you're no longer giving up. No. You become John Cena. <laughs> yes, exactly. So for how long is Never, Lent? Never ever give up. Is Lent one week? I don't think so. Hey, Lent I think is it's a, like a month. A, yeah, I think it's a while. That's what? why nobody lasts. Yeah. Forty days. Yeah. I think it has to represent the forty days in the desert, like right? Forty days, forty nights. That makes sense. But also, like Sundays don't count, right? I feel like that's part <laughs> of it. I think that's true. You get a cheat day. You get like six of them. That's cheating. No, you can't no. do that. Look that somebody all right, somebody fact you check can't, me. Like, give up heroin for Lent and be like, oh, oh but it's Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Thanks, I, Gracie. Guys, I think I'm football's, correct. Uh, football's gone, so this is my next best. Oh, thing that's the thing for too, Sunday. right? Griff, uh, you're right. People, night baseball isn't that far away, guys. People are like, I'm giving up NASCAR. What I'll give up football for Lent. <laughs> nice. That means no XFL. That means you can't talk oh, I vipers can't talk and my battle hawks. Your Arlington what, Steph? Your Arlington, <laughs> Your Arlington what? What? What are oh, they? Renegades. Yeah, oh, damn it! Wait, was it Arlington or was it like Binghamton? Wasn't it like somewhere else? No, that was another. There's like three teams in Texas. No, that's her that USFL like that. team. Oh, okay. Birmingham oh. Barons. <laughs> Why do you know that? Fans like I know every team named after Donald Trump's son. He is. <laughs> I know them all. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, Baron Von Trapp from Annie. Baron All right, here are the rules of Lent, okay? Okay. If you're between the ages of 18 and 59 and in reasonable health, that is two-thirds of us. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Guess which ones. Yes. <laughs> are required to fast on Ash Wednesday. Now, mm-hmm. fasting is like gross words a minute. That's like a typing thing. Okay. And then... That's the opposite of what you do. Me? Everything you do is slowing. It's, this is a play of my name. Correct. I'm actually an insanely fast typer, which is a thing I don't brag about a lot, but it is. I've noticed. It is weird when people see me do it. Like, if I'm in, like, a like an office setting, and they're like, hey, Frank, can you do a thing? And I'm like, like, as quick as humanly possible. I'm like, I don't know if this will translate to radio, but. It's robot adjacent. It's so dumb. Very fast. Because I have and huge I, hands. Me, personally. I can lose four fingers on each hand, yeah, and it will not affect my typing whatsoever. Yeah, I will type the exact same speed with two remaining fingers. Van's typing grip is the same way that a woodpecker attacks a hole in a tree. Mm-hmm. That's how he does it. I'm persistent though, like the woodpecker. The two fingers. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So Ash Wednesday, you fast, which I think is not necessarily associated with the thing you're giving up. I believe that's food only. Separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then on Good Friday as well. 14 older staying from eating meat on Fridays during Lent. That's why McDonald's brings back the fish fillet during these 40 days. I think that's year round. Watch. You'll gonna, you're going to starting tomorrow. Everywhere's You're going to see fish, fish advertising. Yeah. Every place Shrimp. in the Midwest already does Friday fish. Yeah. Good job, big seafood. Correct. You got us again with your Lent. So, because I don't eat fish, because I live in the high desert, mm-hmm. if you if you think you're going to prepare fish, local eatery, put it in like a traditional like chilied meal. Not 
like weird, traditional, chili- like a stargazy pie. Like a stargazy pie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With some trout heads sticking yes. out. Fish heads, fish heads. Right. Yummy, 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 fish heads. All right, do me a favor. Call 66 Diner on Friday. Stargazy pie with the boys. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover the bill. Every- like what? Like Swedish fish in it instead of like mackerel? I want, you I want like I- actual red snapper. I want authentic Patrick Swayze pie. What is it called? Patrick Swayze. Stargazy. Stargazy pie. I want it at the 66 Diner. I'm, I still got PTSD from yesterday talking about Stargazy pie. All those pictures. It was incredibly Guess fa- what was in my nightmares last night. Griff, that pie was incredibly phallic. Uh, it, it was very it was sexual. Horrible. I did not care for it. No. And then I had this moment where, and I'm not trying to affect your dreams, where I, in my mind, created a, um, like a GIF. What's a GIF in your mind called? Imagination. So I had imagination. <laughs> okay. Where I slowly removed one of the fishes from the holes of the pie and left only the hole of the pie remaining. And that messed me up. <laughs> that made my teeth feel weird. Okay. It's like those weird... Um, Oh, what do no. they call? They grow from the lily ponds, and they got the creepy eyes on them. It'll come to my brain. Hold on. A Say frog? it again. A frog. Like a lotus plant. Yes. Why did I know that? Yeah. Lotus plants look like spider eyes. Yes, it's creepy. Not as creepy as a stargazy pie, though. I went on a date one time with a gal who was telling me all the difference in spider eyes on spider heads, and I said we will not be going on what? a second date. Why would she know? How yeah. Also, why did she own so many Funko Pops? Tryptophobia. That's what it's called. Funko. When there's holes in things, that's what that is. Fear of holes. Holes are terrifying. You ever been in one? of them together? That's, so I, for a lot of years, have been pro-pile, the like natural ones? enemy of the hole. Yeah. Oh, sure. And whatever is... Griff, that's a very good <laughs> joke, and you can have it. <laughs> Look, one hole on its own... Fantastic. Stop. I have some great examples we're not going into here. The blue hole is but, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a great, fa- fantastic. Yeah, okay. Never, ever. Cav- in- entrances just, to no. a cavern? Mm-mm. It's a great hole. Especially but, when like, you don't know where the bottom, no. If we go to the bowling alley and you're like, Fred, go grab me a ball? Nope. Not putting my not putting my digits in there. No way, really? Are you being serious? You're going to put your digits in where everyone else puts their digits in? They clean them out like twice a year. That's a communal hole. What's what's to be so worried about? <laughs> I've seen movies. They've sprayed bowling balls once. No, they have not. They have a they got a they got a greased up oily rag that they do them in like they do a newborn baby in old western <laughs> times. God, that's so sexual. And then the only thing they spray is the shoesy boys. It's like the no, old man, ha- and it's like that old man handkerchief that they've had for like yes. three weeks that they haven't washed, but they keep blowing their and nose it, in. And it's so oily, you can see your own reflection in it if you hold it up in front of yourself. <laughs> That's why we drink so much when we bowl. Who's we? The antibacterial properties inside of. Oh, so are you one of those bowlers that can hold it and well, yeah, you, Griff, you, look you like scissored you can grip me. Grip the whole thing and Griff, just you throw scissored it. me earlier. How big are my hands? Don't know. They're I just, gigantic. I'm I, gigantic. I pay attention to the whole scissor thing because it freaks me out so much that I don't see anything else. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> but anyways, a bunch of holes right next to each other. I'm not tryptophobic, but I'm tryptophobic adjacent. Like lotus flowers, things with like a lot of holes, like freaks me out. What goes in there? What's about to come out of it? I don't know. 
a lot of small somethings. I don't know what it is. Leave it up to your imagination. It's well, scary. It does freak me out. Like, okay, this is probably weird, but go um, ahead. When people take out the little pomegranate kernels and they leave the little holes oh, I hate and that. they look like a yeah honeycomb, yeah. empty honeycomb, uh-huh. that freaks me out too. Mm-hmm. Like those weird membrane. Like, and then why? they put them over their forehead and they chase you around the house. <laughs> like today's today's I nine varsity already. Today, oh, I have a decision. Today's I-9 Varsity, which before the program I thought was going to be things to give up for Lent, it no longer is. The best holes. No, well, we've done that one. (laughs) Today's I-9 Varsity is things that we're irrationally afraid of. Okay. Okay? Okay. Things that we irrationally fear. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline, text it or call it. Things that you're irrationally afraid of. I have a good one. I have My one, I have... I have several. Van, you know what my number one is? Mm-hmm. I do. Griff, you Commitment. don't. Wait, what? No. My number one one. When do you want to do this varsity at? Let's do it at 445. We'll just get up. Like, let's do it early in the day. Today's I and varsity at 445, so I have to bump something. A lot of stuff in the news. Mookie Betts is saying things about baseball. I love that it's February. We can talk about baseball. A.J. Brown has quickly become my favorite NFL player. Can't wait to go into that. C.J. Stroud getting harassed in the most profitable way possible. There is some weird stuff going on in college football. There is some weird stuff going on at the University of Alabama with the basketball program. Oh, now? Is finally some weird stuff going on in Alabama, Fred? Had a whole list of weird things, but we could stop with that one, lose some time on it. I tell you what right now, and I'm not a guy, and this is not a political show. We got to figure out a way to put some common sense into some common people. Not everyone. Good not, luck with that. Not us on this radio show. Not you in the car, friend of the show. Not person that you know. Not person that you know of. None of us are special or unique. We do not think we have, we do not have to have significant influence, effort, penetration into other people's lives. Be regular. If you get a text at one in the morning to take someone a gun, ignore the text. Don't take someone a gun at one in the morning. I kind of know that one. Everyone should know that one. I gave up that a bunch of lints ago. You know what's the most okay thing in the world to do? The most okay thing of all time is to say, nah, miss me with that. You can say no. Yeah. I'm a big yes man. Same. I love saying yes to stuff. And then, But it's a almost, lie and you do whatever you want. Almost every time I get asked to do something, it's usually yes. Mm-mm. Not your boy. Not getting guns no. in the morning. Not a lot of things at one in the morning. There is one specifically that I say yes to. Correct. Quite often. Yeah. Then that is ban, get an Uber. Mm -hmm. Every time. That's totally what I meant. But procuring a firearm for someone you know is about to use it, that's number one on my list. No, that's number four on my list, but it's still high. Just crazy. Just this whole, I don't know what it, I don't want to be like kids these days because it's, I feel like it's, I think I become such an old man that I now recognize dumb stuff around me. I think when I was a kid, I didn't recognize the ignorance. I didn't know that I was the lone buoy in this ocean of incompetence. I didn't know that. Hmm. But now I recognize it. I'm the only sane person in my whole world, according to me. According to you. 
Mookie Betts is a cheater and a liar. I'm going to tell you all about it when we get back. So two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. got to be kidding me, dude. Jim f***ing Rowe. Dude, don't make me block you. Don't be the first. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. All right, so the texter is surprised with my lack of understanding for Lent. Okay, okay, how? First off, how are they surprised? Do I look cultured? Have you listened to the program? Do I seem like a God-fearing Catholic man? I had the basics. Van had the Cliffs note. You didn't even know about Sunday Free Day. Sunday fun day. Okay, Sunday fun day. That doesn't exist. It's, I, that I is think not a, it's a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> you are very Sunday. wrong I about that. I think that was that. just a song. She's talking about Sunday Bloody Sunday, which is not has nothing to do with Sunday fun day. That's no. the war in Northern Ireland, I believe they're talking it's about. It's a U2 song. song. Yeah. Griff? It's about the war. It's about a war. It's about a war. And you thought it was about fun? <sighs> she was thinking of Barbie Girl. In a Barbie world? Yeah. That's fantastic. On a Sunday. I'm made of plastic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mookie Betts. By the way, welcome, February. Welcome, baseball season. Let's go. Isotopes talk. Rockies talk. L.A. Dodger talk. St. Louis Cardinal talk. Sometimes Houston Astros talk. Whoever your squad is, you know what we should do. We should open the phone lines up, 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Hotline. Text us, call us, the live chat, wherever. Also from the live chat, the sound of a heartbeat freaks me out so bad. That's for the list of irrational fears. It'd be, jump the gun on the varsity, but that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good what irrational fear. Sound of a heartbeat. What? Hey, you know what freaks me out when I don't hear it? That's what super freaks me out. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. You haven't even done acid. Friend of the... <laughs> Friend of the show, JD, says, the sound of a heartbeat freaks me out. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty irrational. Mm-hmm. You ever been in a super quiet room? Or like you can hear someone else's heartbeat, like Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart. That's probably where the fear came from. I could totally fall asleep to that. Did... Cut that. Yep. <laughs> Cut it. Put it on repeat, Griff. <laughs> It's just Griff at home hearing me go. Da-dum, 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 da-dum. <sighs> Mookie Betts. Oh, God, I love this so much. So do I. What it's, did I tell you, world? So Mookie Betts plays for the Dodgers. And if you're if you're a Dodgers fan and you're listening to this program, welcome. We love to have you. We will talk very positively about the Dodgers. All year long until they face the St. Louis Cardinals in the Major League Baseball playoffs in the NLCS. And then my boys had to put it on your boys. That's how it goes. That's how this thing goes. Dodgers fan knows what's happening. Dodgers fan knows. They know the score. They know what's up. So stupid backup, no name, loser, number three wearing Chris Taylor steps up to the plate. And it doesn't make any sense that he's going to hit a dinger right there as a backup catcher. The perennial up and down AAA guy that can't even find a cup of coffee with the big league team. And walks off the game. And whenever that happens, that's fine. Does does he look like a, a car brother to you? Like David and Derek Carr? Like a chump? Does a, he look like a chump? A. 
Some Mookie bets. You did it all for the Mookie? Thank you. You're welcome. The Mookie? So you can take that baseball bat? And... No. (laughs) (laughs) Mookie bets admits that the 2018 Red Sox occasionally use video to steal signs. Yes, we know that. You don't say. We already knew that. I told you. Sports fan, Astros haters, Dodger fan, Yankee fan, Red Sox fan. Mm -hmm. I told you you're all cheaters. What the hell do you think is going to happen when the cheating-ass Astros give you one of their coaches? The guy who invented the cheating scandal became your coach. You know the Dodgers. Why? The Dodgers would have beat the Astros in the World Series if they didn't steal the signs. Well, here's the doing the same thing. Yeah, Mookie Betts. They're all cheaters. He's now on your team. Chris Taylor is a long lost car brother. (laughs) Here's why this is important: because the Dodgers just hired former Red Sox replay coordinator J.T. Watkins. Mm -hmm. We should never mention J.T. Watkins' name on this program. But him and cheater Mookie Betts, who now plays for the Dodgers, who used to play for the cheating Red Sox, has his cheating eye in the sky, J.T. Watkins, right there, supporting him in his sign-stealing scandal that he's going to bring to L.A. and how they're going to ruin the historic Jackie Robinson-esque history of the L.A. Dodgers tainted. They're all cheaters. Anybody who knew the writing on the wall was cheating. Well, man, you know, the Astros, Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Brewers, Rangers, Diamondbacks. There's so many that have been caught cheating already. Friend of the show and Bostonite fanatic Craig says, stop it, Buki, stop. Shut up. Don't discredit their trophy, too. You know, Fred, there's a lot of advancements in technology around the, the game of baseball. And it, as long as everyone's utilizing the same techniques, you shut up. Shut up. I was called an A.H. Yeah. To my face. Is, yeah, you were I called, was called an Astro Houston. Yeah, that's what you Right to my face. Me too. <laughs> right to my face because of my cheating Astros. Ruined it. For the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Red Sox and anybody else competing. And I told you, they're falling on the sword for the whole league. Just wait. More and more and more information's going to come out. There's way more cheaters. Because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And then, How come the Astros are the bad guys and Bill Belichick's a genius? Because coward Clayton Kershaw says, quote, No matter what enhancements technology had back then, there needs to be a clear distinction between what the Astros did and what everyone else did. Uh-huh. You're going to tell me. That we're better at cheating. That Joe Buck's boyfriend went out and said the Astros. Are, Joe Buck's other boyfriend. Okay. Not Jim Brockmeyer. Not Jim Brockmeyer. Okay. Played by Hank Azaria. Legend. On the FX show Brockmeyer. Correct. Mixing fantasy and reality. Poster child. Number 55 when he started, number 22 when he got good, Clayton Kershaw said, The Astros are the bad guys, not my new center fielder, Mookie Betts. Exactly. Exactly. You gave $300 million to another cheater. How does it feel? Well, all a bunch of cheaters. He wasn't scheming. (laughs) That's. What? Yeah. What are we doing? Semantics? You don't have to scheme. Somebody up the ladder taught him how to cheat. 
You don't have to invent cheating to be a cheater. You know, there's a bunch of riffraff down there. And, Shout uh, out to Joey Greco. From the TV show Cheaters? Correct. <laughs> Didn't catch the Astros. So it was based out of Dallas. The Rangers also cheated. Just because the Astros were better at it. The Astros are better at drafting. The Astros are better at signing international players. Mm-hmm. They're better at player development. What about They're s- better at scouting. What about Guess s- what else? They're better at cheating, too. They're the example for the class. Sorry, everyone else in baseball sucked at cheating. But you're doing it. Just not as good as the Astros. You know, the thing is, uh, here in L.A., uh, we may be pretty good at deception, but we're no deceivers. That would be defrauding and dishonest. You're like, what are you, what are you doing? You're just doing Tuck, alliteration? Shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth, Tucker. You don't even like baseball. Tucker hates baseball. Yeah. Me and Ashton went to like two games last year, and we think Houston cheated. You, what? <laughs> If it's any indication by the people yelling at Jose Altuve, they're obviously the bad guys. Also, if you change, like, one letter, his name is Mookie Butts. <laughs> That's these guys. Uh, two letters could be Pookie Butts. Uh-huh. Am I right? M. <laughs> that's, that's every fan that's not Astros fan right now. Every single one. Every city. Everyone in baseball booed Jose Altuve. He wasn't even participating in the cheating well, scandal. I mean, that, I mean, that was... Jose Altuve and Josh Reddick refused the help of the trash cans. Everyone else on the team cheated. But still, you you boo the cute, tiny guy who's one of the best players in baseball who refused to cheat. The only man of character and honor on that team, and he's the one getting booed. And if you remember in 2018... idiots. Major League Baseball is like, listen, uh, we need to suspend TJ Watkins. We think you guys are cheating on signs. And he, and Boston was like, yeah, no, definitely during the regular season we did. Not the playoffs. No, no, no. no we, we did not. We just stopped. We didn't have direct camera feeds to our eye watches. <laughs> that's what it's called, right? An eye watch? They, I think that's actually copyrighted by a company in China, and that's why they're called Apple Watches. Apple Watches. Yeah. Yeah. Directly well, from the camera to the Apple. But watch. all the infielders turn the watches from the outside of the wrist to the inside of the wrist, like whenever John Wick gets in a fist fight in the movie John Wick, so that not to damage the screen of the watch. And that's where they see it when they're batting. Why didn't he just turn his puppy inside out? Not to damage it. Could have saved a lot of trouble in that whole movie. It's the best motivator for a film <laughs> in the history of recorded puppy. Hollywood has been ruining movies for decades about mm-hmm. a dead wife yeah. or a dead kid mm-hmm. or some kid that got kidnapped. Just kill a puppy at the beginning of a movie. Correct. And the whole audience is won over. The two most iconic movies in the history of film are John Wick, mm-hmm. the series, yeah. and Old Yeller. Okay. And what do those things have in common? Dead dogs. Dead dogs. Okay. And murderous children. And Cujo. The, Cujo as well. Cujo so those three movies. The dead dog ended up being the bad guy in that one. I didn't like that one. Yeah. I'm not a Stephen King guy. He's really critical of his movie adaptations, and I don't like that. Like, if you're going to write a source material, great. If you're going to sell it, put that thing over. Don't tell me The Shining was bad. I saw The Shining. I know it's very good. In fact, it's better than your dumb book, Steve. That's not the great example. The book The Shining was better than the movie. What? Although the movie was very good. 
the the example for the class is Shawshank Redemption. That's way better than the book. That movie is way better than the book. What's the, the Green w- Mile? The Green Mile was way better than the book. All the other ones, no. Pet Cemetery was better. Pet Cemetery, the movie? Yeah. Oh, the book was way better. What's the one with the gal? Carrie? No. No. Uh, Misery. Misery. That one is brutal. Kathy Bates was fantastic. But the book was still better. Christine was good. You did like you liked it too. You're a big it fan. I liked it. It it messed with me big time. Clown stuff. Yeah, I don't like clowns. My sister's obsessed with them. Really? Like in a positive way or negative way? From the texture, shout out to Chris. She has tons of them. Really? Like a like Like, a whole room full of them? Almost. She could fit a whole room. So they're in multiple rooms because, yeah, she's got too many. Well, that's real weird. That's super weird. That's You just put that out there in the airways. <laughs> okay. Cujo is a Stephen King movie, just so we can come back to this real oh, quick. Oh, Cujo. What From you the text, shout out to Chris, World Series champion Astros Talk. Not just Astros Talk. Yeah. Let's put some respect on these boys' names. Cheating ass World Series champion Astros Talk. <laughs> oh, C-A-W-S. Yeah. yeah. It's Akasha. Oh, we talking about a cause? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Chaucer. Chaucer. CJ Strouder doesn't use social media. Says they still got to me anyways. I love this. We'll tell you how whenever we get back. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker for being a sponsor of this very studio. Big thank you to Six Six Diner. We're going to create, we're going to urge to create fish pie. Stargazy. Stargazy. There's a lot fish of fish pie. pies out there. There's only one stargazy pie. From the live chat, Cat in the Hat is a way better book than movie. It's a whole different episode of the show. We were talking about Stephen King yeah. adaptations, yeah. but okay. Not Dr. Susie. Yeah. Which I didn't pronounce right for a lot of years because I never heard anyone say it. I only saw it in writing. Suez? Susie. Like the canal? Ah. Nice. Mm hmm. Teller Vodka is a big partner in this program. Also, the YMCA is sent from New Mexico. Teller Vodka? You mean New Mexico's vodka? Teller Vodka? That's exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, man, that stuff's delicious. Today's the best. Don't forget, man is getting strong and evolves strong. Yeah, baby. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't show up to work without a tape. Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You know, some you can lay back and enjoy the left seat. You did. Hey. All right, so I'm a guy who doesn't have personal social media. I did for a lot of years. Sure. Used it to my advantage. Sure. I do have professional social media. I have the show page. I have, like, Fred Slow personality stuff, whatever. That stuff exists. How's that going? It's fine. People send me things. People send me things. The personal thing got weird for me. The I don't know if I've talked to you guys. I don't know if I've told this story on air. I don't think you have. I recently had a fan at the end of last year, like a friend of the show. By the way, this whole thing was based in love. I yeah. feel. 
Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, but they were asking me like they some... the best intent. I, that's how I feel. Yeah. But they were asking me some questions about like the state of a family member in my life, which is not a thing I discussed on the radio. And I guess it had come across my social media in some way. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like... And by the way, recognizing that it was based in warmth and care, caring. Care and compassion, yeah. for sure. Empathy. I was, I was like, I think your boy's going to step away. I'm going to step away. Smart. So I stepped away. CJ Stroud has got a bigger profile than your boy. Slightly. Well, so slightly. I mean. Oh, by the way. It's a lot. CJ Stroud complimented my dark Iris Jordan 3s on Radio Row. He said, cool kicks, bro. Gave me a little dap and then kept walking. And I turned to the security guard. I was like, do you know who that is? He's like, bro, that's CJ Stroud. I was like, sweet. That happened. What were these shoes? My Jordan 3s, the purple ones. My dark iris Jordan 3s. I also have purple Jordan 1s. Mm-hmm. That's weird. We're weird. CJ Stroud, who's the quarterback at Ohio State, says he doesn't use social media during the year because he doesn't like fans. Mm-hmm. Or um, I believe that the kids, Griff, you'll have to correct me on this if I'm wrong. Haters. Uh, he doesn't like haters. Mm-hmm. Can distract you. He says, what, what was happening was people were fighting his Venmo. So funny. It's just so funny. And they were sending him amounts of money as low as one pennies. And then with Venmo, you can type a little message alongside the thing. So, Griff, if I were to send you a Venmo right now of $2, I would send it with a scissor emoji. And that would be that would be the whole message. Mm-hmm. But CJ Stroud says people were sending him pennies and then criticizing text messages about he his play in the university that he plays for. He says, "Yeah, it was wild." But at the end of the day, I guess it comes with the territory. That's legit genius. But I think yeah. I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome. You don't have the same crazy ex-girlfriends that other people have. Because I think this has been an established practice for some time. But you're getting paid to read their message. It's almost like ad wallet. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I do like what you're saying here. This because it's like, kind of literally like, they're paying me hmm. to read their stupid message. All those pennies are going to add up. I didn't think about it the way you're describing because it, it's kind of <laughs> like a cameo to where what you could do is you could... Like, the higher the number it gets, those are the ones you read, like, on embarrassing tweets on your Twitter or whatever. Yeah, go on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, go on Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, Fred, check your Venmo. All right, pulling up up my Venmo right now, opening my phone, which I do not have a passcode on my phone because I'm an adult. uh, I wanted to check out this theory. Okay, so heads up, I currently have a $200.01 balance in my Venmo, Uh okay? One cent, someone sent you something. Van Nunley paid me one cent, and it says, give up scissoring for Lent. <laughs> it works. That's awesome. So, so I'm going to send you one cent real quick. Send that right back. Yes. I'm going to see your penny, Friends of the and show. I will raise you two cents. <laughs> I thought it would be like a penny and then like a $1.25 transaction fee, but it's just a penny. It's just a penny. You just do a penny. I'm actually. Oh my gosh, you could start just doing it to everybody. Yes. Van, 
carpet bomb everyone we know. Man, check penny, your Vimo. Penny insults. Ah, damn it. I hit, I hit zero too many times. Ah, no. How much did you accidentally just say? Why do you have 100 of my dollars? <laughs> ah. Griffin, I just got a message from Fred Slow. Yes. And it says, scissor this. <laughs> and it cost him a penny. Cost me a penny. It cost him a penny to do that. This works. That's awesome. All right. Now who should we do? <laughs> <laughs> Barack Dash Obama. <laughs> is he in there? <laughs> Sending someone money to make fun of them is my new favorite way to make fun of someone. It's you got a little skit in the game. This is climbing my list. There's a lot of Barack Obamas. No check marks. Like literally in like on GoFundMe, if someone needs money, just be like, I'm accepting insults oh, yeah. for so much. Here's my Venmo. It's the roast of Van Nunley for the fundraiser for his, like, failing organs. Yes, yes. Like, here's the thing. Okay. Like, for Locker 505, we could do, like, an insult yes. line or something. Oh, I love it. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, tell, us, tell us how you really feel about the youth of Albuquerque. We're on to something. Who <laughs> need clothes from Locker 505. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Irrational Fears. Whenever we get back, These kids need to pick themselves up by their bootstraps. What does that happen? Here's a penny. Locker 505. Hey, I need to get a soda from the break room. Will you Venmo me 75 cents? <laughs> Say some dirty. What? You mean, you mean 74 cents? Because I already sent you the penny. I sent the penny back from my Venmo box. Well, is that the same penny? It's the same penny. How would I, how would I know? <laughs> it did not come from Rio Grande Credit Union. <laughs> but, hey, big shout out to friend of the show, Eric. That dude's a dude. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I'm Jeff Sambietta. Wednesday on the opening drive, it's game day. The Lobos are in Boise. What they need to do to beat the Broncos and the latest on NFL quarterback news. Join me and J.J. Buck. The opening drive starts at 7 a.m. Today's I-9 Varsity, League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Signing up right now, soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading, all those team registrations are currently available. Practice and play on the same Saturday. Keep your schedule the way you need to. We got busy lives, man. This is post-COVID. It's busy lives. We're kind of spoiled during COVID. Oh, my God, yeah. What that nothing like, that nothing life was like. And now all these cowards that I'm surrounded by are like, Fred, you're really busy. I'm I'm not. I am regular busy. Maybe you forgot what it was like pre-COVID. Yeah, COVID just fooled you. Yes. You know, Fred, if you could have like every night available, I cannot have every night available. I'm busy working a, a semi-popular talk show until Eric Strauss comes on and then not popular at all. It's all about Eric Strauss. <laughs> Unless we're... Like bumped up against Lobo Talk. Then we get a little bit of a, we do okay for the few final few minutes of the program. It's a good point. We need to do better work before Lobo Talk. <laughs> Friend of the show, JD, says he's coaching his daughter's soccer team at I-9 this spring. Let's oh, go! Uh, yeah. All right, rational fears, okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to set a precedent here because I know how you guys oh, get, no. so I'm going to make sure there are rules, okay? <laughs> I know how you guys get. We don't I- ever understand the rules. So the varsity is it's similar to a Rushmore. We just name what we believe to be 
the best of a topic, not the JV of a topic. So a normal fear is like, say you don't like small spaces, right? Uh A normal fear is like, you know what? I don't think I will go into that doghouse with the dog. I'm just not comfortable in there. And a rational fear would be, I can't take this banger of a deal on this apartment downtown because I can't mess with elevators. Oh, gotcha. That's the difference between like a normal Mm. fear and an irrational fear. Hold on. Is that one true? For you. (laughs) I don't mind elevators. (laughs) Especially the outcast song. The big one is like hypochondria. All right, so I'm ready. You guys ready? I will go first. I don't know. <laughs> I have an irrational fear of communal pens. This is a true story. This is a hundred percent true, Griff. What true. does that mean, communal pens? I do not want to like touch. Like you don't want to touch anybody's. No, I don't want to touch the pen that the waitress hands me. I don't want to touch the pen at the Sears checkout. I don't want to touch the pen at the sense. stop and go. I don't uh, uh, not stop the come and go. I don't want to touch the pen anywhere. I carry my own pen everywhere I go all the time. Miss me with communal pens. That's a true one for you. I could see that. I could see. That's not just a good one. That's also wildly specific and 100% true to Fred's. 100% true. When I was like a kid, Griff, I was like. Explain so much. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it does. Like what, 10, 11, 12, however old you are when you're a kid? Mm. Self pocket protector. In my memory, this is like a 60 minutes special. This is like a Sunday night 60 minutes. Like I've seen the same. You know what one. I'm talking about? And they we, did the hotel room. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We tested pens at seven surrounding wholesale stores, and this is what we found in the lab. And it's like fecal matter. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm like, oh, no, yeah. no. So there's uh, an irrational fear. By the way, you just bought a soda from the break room. Yeah. The buttons on a Coke machine. Oh, don't do that to me. Some of the worst. So now you're going to have to bring your Coke machine napkin with you and your sanitized pen. I'm going to get one of those COVID keys. You, you know what I'm talking about? That everyone bought off of Amazon to like press buttons and pull open doors and stuff? No, nah, I just raw dog life. I didn't care. All right. Interesting approach. <laughs> <laughs> I only wore a mask in public. I was sucking in that air, baby. Little theater, really. It was all theater. Van? First on my I-9 varsity of irrational fears. Uh, when I was a youngster growing up on the coast. When you were a Gulf, young warthog. The Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> Warthogs were there also. Yep. But you know what else was there? Sharks, Fred. Oh, terrifying. So there was like actual sharks in the water when we were swimming. And then I moved to New Mexico, where guess what? No sharks. Significantly less sharks. But guess who was still scared of sharks in the water? Mm-hmm. One young Van Nunley. Oh, yeah. Even in, like, swimming pools and, like, nice white people's backyards. Yep. Yeah. So it could be a shark. Super water. I'm swimming. All right, I'm going to take a guess with Griff's answer. You're going to go with string cheese. No. So mine is I will avoid any kind of cereal that has those little marshmallow things Excellent in it. Excellent choice. Because I answer. do Disgusting. not like the way they sound when I'm chewing them in my head. That's an incredibly good answer. It's the most fake it thing in the world. Me yeah. out. Freeze, all, freeze-dried stuff freaks me out. I'm also afraid of swallowing an onion outside of an onion ring. I think that is a terrifying thing that could happen <laughs> and I will choke to death. I'm also afraid of dying an irrational death. I'm also afraid of owls that don't have feathers. Like, there's a long list of things that I... Mannequins. I don't super like mannequins. Like, there's a list of things. I'm very pro-mannequin. 
was weird. Looking at the bleakness of the ocean on Google Maps as I scroll from the United States to Asia, cannot handle the fear that it brings to me. Okay, oh, I got yeah, you the one. Open on ocean, the way yeah. to Tokyo, the plane I was on had just showed like a little blip of an airplane yeah. just traveling across water and water no, and water scary. and water. I was like, why are you putting this irrational fear in everyone's head? On an eight-hour flight. This is stupid. Also, Griff, Van jumps at the end of an escalator. I've seen it. It's very cute. I think he's scared. I put <laughs> I put my hands hilarious. on the rail and do a little skippy boy. <laughs> this is true. <sighs> I don't like salad bars. Put that on the list. Ooh, I love salad. I love a good no, salad No, you asked bar. me to go to the whatever buffet. I'm saying no. During COVID, you couldn't keep me away from salad bars. Also, double dutch doesn't seem human. I don't. That's not part of this conversation. But the people that double dutch really well, terrifying to me. Aliens. Yeah, when their legs are all flailing around like the um those. Yep. What is that um, river dance? Dervish. The river dance people. Weird. <laughs> people put googly eyes on fruit. I don't like that. There's like a list of things I really don't care for. Or when they put that them on their animals, yeah, the googly eyes on the animals. You were talking about bowling balls. That return machine that brings the ball back. <laughs> Not going to touch that. Like Eugene Levy's eyebrows. That one gets me. Praying mantis. Hold on. That's the best animal in the history of the world. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two. Men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. How did you finagle the Roseanne theme onto this program? Your favorite show of all time. <laughs> you got to be the intro music at 5 o'clock. Not the Connors, Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne. The Connors has a different song. Yeah, Roseanne really jumped the shark after they won the lottery. That's what the story was about, the poor people. Yeah, that's what it, that was my connection to it. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to make meatloaf with crushed up saltine crackers. I had that as a child. Is there another way to make it? Yeah, cornflakes, the expensive way. Ugh. We use oatmeal. See? See? <laughs> yeah. Griff's so weird. Griff, Hey, Griff is the type who like two fingers into pancake batter and just eats it dry. She's like, this is fine. Hold on, you got to test it. Did you test it, Griff? Of course. <laughs> See? She knows. All right, so Darius Miles, who plays ball at Alabama, there was a fatal shooting in January. We went over it at the time. You're familiar with the story. Okay. New developments today. And I'm going to go not hard, but I'm going to go pretty hard here. So Brandon Miller, who's a freshman at Alabama, and keep in mind, you only play college basketball Kind of for like one year now. Because you, you can go to the NBA, you can go to the G League, go to Europe, you can go all these things. 
So Darius Miles, who committed a murder, allegedly, provided the weapon, brought the gun to him the night of the shooting because Miles shot him a text. Do you know what the police have after you are in jail? They have your phone. Yeah. They know that you texted people. Young adult listening to the show. It is okay to not be cool. If you think it's cool to be an accompaniment to a crime, it's not. Don't be part of a crime as a witness, as an accomplice, as a wit a bearing assistance. I don't even know what other words to use because I've never been part of a crime. Don't do it. If I know anything from 90s hip-hop-inspired basketball movies. The star athlete should not get mixed up with the gang members. Don't Unequivocally. Like, never do it. Not just, it never ends well. Not just the athlete, though. The cool thing is not the crime. The cool thing is the next day, after you get the text at 1 in the morning saying to bring me my strap, the cool thing is to say, sorry, bro, fell asleep watching The Office. Mm -hmm. Everything good? And then to go tell people that are in a position in your life that can help you and this individual so that they can help you and this individual. That's not cool, though. I'm I'm telling you right now, the coolest thing in the whole world is to help the people that you care about and set them up for success and allow them to create their own happiness. If you can do that, if that's all you can do in your world, if you're only rich on fellowship, you're as rich as you'll ever be. But now, and don't hit me with the boys being boys. Don't hit me with the wrong spot, wrong time. I'm talking about like a cultural understanding Do not help others harm others. I got one core rule. Don't harm yourself. Don't harm others. That's the only rule I have. Anything else go crazy. The the very few conflicts you and I have ever had in our life, they're all associated with, hey, I don't think that helps me. That's it. Nothing else. Hey, I don't know if that helps others. That's it. Nothing else. Your dumb takes on Tiger Wood golf tampons? That's not a fight. That's a good radio bit. Sure. You say I'm... Hey, Fred, you really hurt my feelings when you didn't bring me my Glock last night at 1 in the morning because I was going to commit a crime. (laughs) First off, I don't have a Glock. It's a Ruger. I own a gun. Do we talk about that on this show? I don't know if we ever do. I own a gun. It's it's at my house where it should be. Locked up like like an adult. Like an adult. With a matching serial number. Correct. And right next to it, a little file. No, I'm just kidding. But at my house, that's what I have. It just sits there. You know how many times I've ever thought, oh, you know what would help this situation that I'm currently in in my life? If I had that gun. A firearm on me. And look, Alabama. We're all the way over here in the southwest, historic, beautiful United States of America. Good one. I like that. But you got to read the news. We already gave you the playbook in Las Cruces. We gave you a month heads up. Of what not to do. Like, hey, first off, don't leave the hotel at four in the morning. Don't. 
Don't ask your friends to bring you a gun. Uh-uh. Don't trick your friends into bringing you around to shoot people. Uh, we gave you the playbook, Alabama. We tried to save you from this. You were so close to Lent. You need a couple core rules. You need understanding. You should have added murder Oh, oh, yeah. To Lint. Well, so to be fair. Mm, to be fair. There are, two, there are 10 rules that you can't put on Lint. Okay. Because they're established. Oh, on the tablets? The tablets. Uh, yeah. So you know that need tablet? To those. No, those already. Okay. Yeah, I already give those. Those are perma. Okay. So maybe Diet Cokes or something? Yeah, Diet Coke would be a good one. Okay. Also. Not murder. I recently had a conversation with a friend that told me Diet Coke at McDonald's slaps different than regular Diet Coke, and I have opinion that it may be the McDonald's they go to regularly just hooks up the regular Coke to the Diet Coke spout, and I don't want to burst their bubble with my understanding of how fountain sodas work, mm-hmm. but I, I'm promising you this one McDonald's does not have exclusive Diet Coke. Well, that's where you're wrong, Fred. Tell me not, more. not one specific McDonald's has... Limited edition Diet Coke. Every McDonald's in the United States of America does. Is it just regular Coke? Coke Company and McDonald's. Specially not, formulates Diet Coke. Not McDonald Douglas. That's not a company anymore, but keep going. Make airplanes. <laughs> no, well, they got bought out. <laughs> they got McDon- bought out 20 McDonald's, years ago. McDonald's has a special recipe for their Coke, and they're the only ones with a separate recipe. So it is Coke. Why do you lie? No. It's true. Really? <laughs> You're breaking yeah. Griff's heart. McDonald's has a separate recipe for Coca-Cola. And beyond that, they don't serve it in those disgusting cardboard boxes and plastic bags. Right. The ones at McDonald's tubes. are served in stainless steel yeah. tubes. Soda tubes. That's crazy. That's what I bought in college when I used to work at Washington State when I worked at the creamery with all the food science kids. We swiped a bunch of them. Like a cheese farm? Yeah, it was like a cheese farm. Oh. So so I would drive the milk truck in the morning, and what we did was we paid money to the kids that worked at the McDonald's, and they stole us some of the soda kegs. Nice. And we gave them money for stolen goods, and then we would brew our own beer. With Coca-Cola in it? No, 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 no. In the kegs. You had the empty kegs. Because we had the empty kegs. Wicked smart. Yeah, super smart. And then we would have house parties, and we would charge $5 a cup, and we were getting super college rich. Cool, yeah. Children, 16 to 20, if you're listening right now. Don't do this. Fred just gave you the playbook. (laughs) He just asked you minutes ago not to make bad decision and get arrested. And then three minutes later, Fred gives you the playbook on a very good way to get arrested. There's a big difference than if I call you from house party with my nerd friends playing Guitar Hero and Edward 40 Hands versus if I call you... From the Tuscaloosa version of downtown known as the Strip uh-huh. to get my strap so that I can strike on whoever. So what we would do, Griff, is we would play Edward Forty Hands on Guitar Hero. You have to put on easy mode. Steph, are you familiar with Edward Forty Hands? Let's no. get that out of the no, way. No, I am not. Well, I don't mind telling you, now that we have all these impressionable young listeners tuned in for Fred's crime spree... What you do is you get two forty ounces, uh, preferably Pabst Blue Ribbon, because you can get twelve of them in a twenty dollars case from the IGA. Okay. Then what you do is you duct tape the forty ounces of liquor to your hands. Correct. And you can't take the tape off until you finish the forty. Okay. And there's a lot of schools of thought here. 
You go one hard. There's a lot of strategies. Do you go sip after sip with both of them and get both of your hands free at once? Because you also risk being too drunk to finish both, and then you have to sleep with 40s taped so to your hands. So if you drink one, you can get that one taped off? Correct. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And that's oh. the only thing that makes the restroom accessible. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you pee Oh, yourself. I didn't even think of Well, that's the, the number one thought. Yeah. And also, you don't tape it directly to your hands. You get a wide receiver's glove. You put on the wide receiver's glove, and then you tape around that. That's why my hair won't grow on the back of my <laughs> yes. hand. That makes way more sense now. And when you're playing Guitar Hero, you have to stroke one. <laughs> but then on the other one, you have to play red, blue, green, or yellow. Correct. And with your fingers, not so difficult. With the open spout of a PBR 40-ounce beer, mm-hmm. difficult. So you had to put on easy mode. Who came up with this? We did in college. Okay, I don't think Fred did because we did this like four years ahead of Fred. Did you have Guitar it, Hero? No, we did not have Guitar Hero. <laughs> it was we did, we air, did just the air old guitar. School. It was Air Guitar. While you losers were playing Guitar Hero, I was pounding the ever-living hell out of my first 40. Okay. You just make the first one disappear. So you have one free hand to do cool stuff with. So the association that I currently have that you do not have, which makes my experience far better than you, is every time I hear... Carry on my way, <laughs> I'm back in college. Well, you get a little buzz on, like a little subconscious buzz. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm PBR buzzing right now. There'll be peace with you. And I'm just rocking out to Guitar Hero. Thanks, Kansas. <laughs> Thank you, Kansas. <laughs> Level one, world one of Guitar Hero. Don't bring your friend a gun at one in the morning. Do not do that. <sighs> I don't care if he says please. Edward Fortians. You writing this? Down? <laughs> no, I'm. I've looked it up. I'm looking at all these p- pictures. Oh my goodness! It's a lot of fun. Also, I'm not. It's p- a lot of fun. By the way, uh, friend of the show party. <laughs> this is the plan. <laughs> Dueling Edward Forty hands in your forties. Five zero five two four six zero six ten, or slip slide in the DMs at TalkABQ on Instagram. Who were, who's going to be first round draft pick at Edward Forty Hands? We had a big conversation about doing what is, I, it's not air guitar. What's it called when you air karaoke, like pantomime karaoke? Sure, lip sync, <laughs> lip sync. So we were talking about doing like lip a big lip sync battle. We yeah. thought that'd be very funny. We had like we drawn out like a how we would do it kind of thing. If we add Guitar Hero to this lip sync battle, sure. So if it's like you show up. You do the whole band. You do the whole band. Yeah. Guitar band. Sure. Band hero. I'm doing Prince's Darling Nikki. Called it. Lip sync hero. Yeah. I'm in. Edward Forty Hands, of course. A hundred percent. Yeah. If we do a Halloween theme. I'm buying gloves this time. <laughs> Not ripping all the hair off the back of my hand like I did in my youth. A.J. Brown on the field. A.J. Brown off the field. Even better. We tell you what he's doing and why he's quickly rising up my ranks to above Tyreek Hill. Boom. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Channel. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Hey, this is my favorite song here, Jack. Ah, turn up to 11 now. Hey, let me get a little more volume here, see? Oh, hey, up there in the top show. Boy, does this one swing, am I right? 
feel like I should have like a garter belt on, like we're in a saloon. Mm-hmm. Is this building DC? Let's go AC DC. Too much? That was a little too deep. That's the one. Yeah. A little too a little too Tesla. Yep. Not the car. Shocking. Nikolai Tesla. Figure it out. This is like when Jim Carrey had to wear that mask in the movie. What was that That name of that movie where he had a mask and he had a dog with a mask? What was the name of that movie? The one with Cher? The mask. The one where it didn't have Cher. Didn't have Cher in it? It had a young... Mask? Are you thinking of the movie Mask? A young up-and-coming Cameron Diaz. I think there was a remake of it with Leonardo DiCaprio, but his was Iron. What was the name of that movie? Was that even that movie I'm talking about? You're talking about the 1985 film Mask? Is that with the Elephant Man? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and a young Sam Elliott. A young Sam Elliott young. who never looked young. Good Lord, young Sam Elliott. Hey, dead ass, no yeah. one more no one more handsome. Upper echelon FPs. You know what? All Sam time. Elliott All time. as an older man is still gorgeous. Oh, yes. Yes. 100%. Not a lot of people I'd trade my life with. I love me. You say life or mustache? Okay, well, definitely mustache. Okay. That's a no-brainer. He's up there. He's Obviously, a Lance man. Berkman won. <laughs> <laughs> he regularly... Did the microphone just go way up? I he, believe it was Jamie Kennedy in the remake of The Mask. It was Jamie Kennedy. That's correct. It was bad. You know what happened to Sam Elliott, which sucked? Son of the mask. He caught a bunch of weird, like, deep fake memes about him during the political season where people were like, look, he's as crazy as Clint Eastwood. And he's like, I'm not. He's like, not. I'm not James Woods. Yeah. He's actually a very reasonable, nice. Correct. Moderate, thoughtful human being. That was weird. It wasn't even really like deep fake. One was just like putting his face. Yeah, that's what it was. His face on memes, like a picture of him at the bar and the Big Lebowski, and like something, something. Let's go, Brandon. And then it would be like three million views, and they're all my uncle just hitting. You see refresh. what Sam Elliott said about the Jews? You're like what? What? No, he didn't say that. He did not do that. Star Effer sixty nine four twenty did, and he's the worst. <laughs> We know how that guy. <laughs> also, didn't he do like a Joe Biden commercial? Like for real? I think he did. Yeah, he did. He's either that or Ford. All right, so during the offseason of the NFL, I want two things from my players, okay? Okay. Number one, don't get arrested. Okay, that's a big that, one. That will you, okay. We've seen a lot of that. Too much of it. Yeah. It's not like you're a college basketball fan where that happens all the time. I do. That's enough, really. How do we just change the entire culture of this country? Stop harming others. Golden rule. What is the... Stop. And if everyone just slowed their life down a little bit, here's hear me out. There's no traffic in this city. You know how I know? I live here. You know where I've lived? Cities with traffic. Slow down. If you slow down just a little bit, because it doesn't matter if you beat that car to the drive through of the Chick-fil-A. That does not matter. You can be one car behind them. It's perfectly fine. They're still going to have pink sauce or whatever is trending on TikTok. I got an idea, and 
this might be revolutionary. I know a lot of you haven't ever thought about this so before. So you say you want a revolution. Leave five minutes earlier. Oh, God. You don't need to go whipping in and out of no. cars on I-40 going 120 in your Honda Civic with a blast pack on it. Are you talking to Griff right now? Because Griffin wing. is this. Griffin, you are the queen of... I- yeah, I'm, I'm in the elevator. She's not even parked her car yet. Griffin is the queen. <laughs> Burkenia. Griffin, how many days a week do we work together? A lot? And I will text you every single one. Yes. What's your ETA, girl? Oh, you're like, no, I've been here. I'm just... I'm like... Powder room. Right. Yeah. No, and this street. is the worst day to call her out on it. Because for the first time in the history of two men on, she yeah. beat both of us today. <laughs> I was calling from some stuff. Yesterday, I, I was in the elevator, though. You did catch <laughs> me not in a lie. Hey, and then I wonder where my kids get it from because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm right down the street. Well, first, what street what in street? Albuquerque? <laughs> because you yeah. are not down. And I will go outside and I'm like, why are they lying to me? But then I now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, I totally talked about that. You do that. that. I do. I don't know why. Guilt. I mean, it's guilt. Right? Duh. It's, it's guilt. guilt. Yeah. yeah. It's like I know where guilt. I should be, but I'm not. I am. Le- I, you don't. You don't need to speed and put everyone's life in danger. Just leave five minutes earlier. <laughs> it's so easy. And I'm not the hundred percentile on this, but I'm. I'm the upper ninety percentile, on time or early every time. Yeah. Never do I miss. I thought I used to think that about myself until I met you. Oh, correct. You're aggressively punctual. I am the standard. I'm punctual, and every once in a while, like. There's a five or ten minute window. But then, mm-hmm. and then, but to be fair, to be fair, the yeah. audience, yeah. like if you're not thirty minutes early, yeah, you're late. Oh, with this, yeah, with that's this. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like so, yeah. Well, and I for a lot of years had a practice where, and this stopped last year or last July, but I for a lot of years would arrive to a place easily ten minutes before I need to be there. I would do this everywhere I was going. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, hey, breakfast date there. YMCA there. Lunch there. Work there. Whatever it was. And I would sit in the parking spot I so chose, and I would call my grandma. And I would talk to her for 10 minutes. And then I would go into my thing. And it allowed me to, like, clear the mechanism. Mm-hmm. Well, in July, that had to stop. Mm-hmm. But so finding, like, a new practice has been, like, super hard for your boy. Because, like, whenever I get to a place, I'm like, well, no reason to call Van. I'm about to see him. Yeah. When, uh, how's my uh, brother doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> And I'd be like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Just... Talk to me about all your weird friends in the bunko hall like Grandma did, you weirdo. <laughs> What's a bunko? You got a whole meeting crew. Yeah. Do they not have bunko here? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, okay. You know what that is, Griffin? You don't know what that is. You didn't grow up in that culture. Mm-mm. It's a dice game. Whoa, Grandma playing dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. I think it's five. It's five dice. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so you gather around the table and you get like white elephant gifts, like crappy white elephant oh. gifts. And then That'd you you fun. get yeah you get to win each other's disposable packages of Kleenexes or it's whatever like complicated Yahtzee. That's like, it, very good answer. Yeah, very good answer. It's like um, gin rummy and Yahtzee had a baby, featuring dice. Oh yeah, of course dice <laughs> is the mainstay here. And then you know what dice sound like on a like a from the nineteen sixties folding like poker table. And Grandma Slow would be like, read the obituary today, so-and-so. And I'm like, Grandma, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Glad Stevens passed, Freddie. 
she used to make your favorite suit. That's 100% true. <laughs> that tool set that your dad gave you when you were in the sixth grade, he got that from Peter Stevenson. And Peter Stevenson lived down the block from your grandpa all them years when he was trying to start that nudist commune. You remember Herm Rothschild? <laughs> you know that jar of candies I have on the dresser? That's where I got them from. He used to wind his car, started it right in the front yard, and the whole neighborhood would come out. And we would gather around, and we would pour gravel on his driveway. That way he could get the car out. (laughs) Grandma, you did not dig ice out of the frozen Mississippi River to bury in your basement in sawdust so you could sell it during the summer to the guy that came to Red Bud, Illinois once a month to make ice cream for the kids. And she's like... I know it sounds absurd. First off, put some respect on Graham's name. Hey, Grandma went totally did that. Grandma slow went so hard. But anyway, showing up ten minutes early to stuff is harder for me now. Uh huh. Because I used to be excited for it, but now I'm sad. I'm sad. Now you just watch Fox News. What? (laughs) If I were to mention a single like like broadcaster on Fox, first of all, Grandma slow would not know who that is. Yeah, she'd be like Tucker who. And I'll be like, by the way, did you see Tucker got the exclusive video rights of the January 6 hearings? Shut up. Yes. It's despicable. Instead of releasing it to every news outlet, they gave it to Tucker Carlson first. What is going on in the world? I used to do this thing with my grandma where I would quote Tucker Carlson opinions. <laughs> and I'd be like, Grandma, does anyone does anyone in your community room, because you lived in one of those retirement facilities, I was like, does anyone like have this idea? And I would say some crazy Tucker Carlson stuff. And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, so-and-so. I'd be like, right, stop talking to them. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> Stay away from them. Don't let them in your apartment. Rest in peace, Grandma Slow. She's the absolute best. A.J. Brown, when we get back, two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I'm Jeff Sambietta. Wednesday on the opening drive, it's game day. The Lobos are in Boise. What they need to do to beat the Broncos and the latest on NFL quarterback news. Join me and J.J. Buck. The opening drive starts at 7 a.m. All right, so in the offseason, two things I want. Number one, don't get in trouble. Number two, spend some time with your teammates. Grow your fellowship. Talking to you, Aaron Rodgers. Talking to you, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Put in the work. And when I say put in the work, I mean put in the work like, hey, because not every team is going to be the same team twice. And kind of all those cliches of this locker room is the only time this is ever going to be this locker room, coaches and players. But I get all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got a handful of dudes, especially dudes that have to have strong connections, skill position guys, right? Middle linebacker and safety. Kicker and holder. Like, there are certain dudes that have to have relationships. Running back, fullback. Running back, tight end. Running back, offensive line. Quarterback and everybody. Quarterback and everybody. (laughs) So, A.J. Brown, who, by the way, and maybe I'm an idiot, I didn't know A.J. Brown is a dude. I did not know that. How did you not know that? He's been swaggy for years. Had no clue. He's just buried in Tennessee is a problem. That that was a problem. Because I thought he was just like a producer. Went out there, got numbers up, did it with less than talent around him. Yeah. Ryan Tannen, Ryan Lack of Tannen, Talent Hill, 
Brian Lack of That's Talent close. Hill. I tried it. Jalen Hurts is like making the podcast rounds. Jalen Hurts saying the right things to audiences that would hear him, and he knew saying the things to audiences that would elevate it. He says about the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts, he's going to have to get paid. Mm-hmm. Going to have to. Mm-hmm. He says, quote, if you do not pay, just ship me off whenever he going to go. He says, I'm only going to play with Jalen? First of all, don't put that on Gardner. If anyone's associating that right now, you get out of here. Miss me. Jalen goes to the Titans. AJ Brown's like, I'll go back. Like, don't care. Jalen's a dude, too. He's got personality to spare. Mm-hmm. And he's a leader. Correct. And he's a worker. And I don't think AJ... And he seems like a stand-up guy. He seems like the guy to ignore the 1 a.m. text. Like, hey, bring me the strap. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Bigger than that, though, is AJ talked to Jalen before he talked about this. AJ says, hey, I'm going to be making some podcast rounds. I'm going to do some things. You want, me to, you want me to keep your name out of my mouth or not? And I'm telling you, he's talking about this right now because this deal with Philadelphia, all but done. Because he wouldn't be saying it otherwise. Yeah. And it has to be done. Now, the real issue here, I think, is um, Daniel Carr, David Carr, Drew Carr. So his deal. One of the D cars. Yeah. Okay. And Daniel Jones. Because these two guys. Daniel Jones is a fool. Oh, you feel that way? I don't feel that way. He is a fool. He's trying to reset the market for less than Kirk Cousins numbers that he's been putting up hey look around him you put him on a squad that dude can go i do not think that's correct oh you put him in arizona you put him with the new york jets of new jersey lamar jackson those names these are the four guys lamar jackson number one because yeah. of age yeah and aaron rogers talent aaron rogers number two because of Talent and well, pedigree. Aaron, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Aaron Rodgers should have been out of the league 10 years ago. He's only won one Super Bowl. He's kept Green Bay floundering for the better part of a decade. Doesn't care about the fans. Doesn't care about his teammates. Doesn't care about the front office. Obviously doesn't care about others' health. He's a terrible human being and an even worse quarterback. But keep going. Okay, everything you said is true except for the terrible quarterback part. <laughs> He is a fantastic quarterback. He is the regular season goat in the history of the NFL. The Jets would take that. The Giants would take that. The Falcons would take that. The Raiders would take that. Any team that wants to get up to double-digit wins and go into the playoffs every season, Aaron Rodgers is your dude. But after that, after that one-two punch this offseason, is Derek Carr your answer? And all of a sudden, Daniel Jones... Fred, Daniel Jones is your answer? I need you to put some respect on his name. It's not Daniel Jones. It's Daniel. Daniel? Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the New Jersey Jets. (laughs) Daniel Jones is posturing right now. Saying, I want $45 million. Get it. For Kirk Cousins numbers? Get it, young blood. No. So when his agent gets a $37.5 million deal, both sides are going to be happy. 
because $37.5 million is still an overpay. Get it, young blood. Daniel Jones. And I don't fault anybody for testing the market and getting their market hey, value. test the market. Go crazy. Get your worth. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Manny, huh? Manny Machado, go crazy. Get paid, brother. Anybody who tests the market. A.J. Brown could take these podcasts that he's doing on these rounds and all this just positive, uplifting emotion and energy he has for his teammates. He should teach a master class to wide receivers in the NFL on how to be a dude. Those diva titles and all that crap that follows that skilled position around, erase them, boys. That doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist. The media spin on your Terrell Owenses, your yeah. Chad Ochocinco. That's gone. That's, it doesn't exist anymore. He did beat up his wife. Okay, I was talking about the media and okay. how he had a big mouth and he was fun and he said a lot of weird stuff. Not about his domestic violence, alleged domestic violence. I mean, it happened. Okay. Anyways, just protecting libel here, Fred. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's over. You get to have a personality now. It's like a new age mm-hmm. in professional sports where the more personality you have, the more Instagram followers you're going to have. The more Instagram followers you're going to have, the better brand. commercials you're going to get. The better uh, late night show appearances you're mm-hmm. going to get. The bigger profile you're going to get. And it's just not on the field numbers. You know what's interesting about Superstars get money. Yeah. And you said late night show, but my first thought, WWE. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, WWE. what, whatever that, Bachelor. If you're making an appearance in your hometown on WWE, yeah. get ready for that next contract. You're doing it. It's going to be huge. AJ's next contract is going to be huge. The Terrell Owens years, late 90s, early 2000s, when he was a dog. Still is. Still is. He could be a number three on any team in the NFL right now. I, to the highest exponent humanly imaginable, agree with that. Dude. He never should have stopped. Never, ever. He got blacklisted out of the league. He did. Like Kaepernick did. Because SportsCenter was like, he's a jester. Look at this clown. You know what the NFL has right now at wide receiver? Kings. It's only Kings. And these Kings are supporting other Kings. Yes. That's what this game is about. Also, I think that's only the wide receiver position. I feel like everyone else is kind of iffy. I don't like defensive guys. Quarterback and wide receiver. The only thing that matters. These are the rock stars. There are three things that matter in football. Quarterback, wide receiver, pass rusher. There's the only three things. The guy protecting you from the pass rusher. Who's that? Name one. tackle? Can't name one. Of course I can't. I cannot. One should have been a unanimous Hall of Fame. Who is that? Joe Thomas. Is he playing today? No, he is not. That's what I'm saying. Lane Johnson. How's Orlando Pace doing out there? Isn't he in the hall? That's what I'm saying again. I cannot right now tell you with any certainty if you were to be like, hey, Fred, did you know the Kansas City Chiefs started two rookie tackles in the Super Bowl? First of all, I would say no. Secondly, I would say, why do you know that, nerd loser? And then lastly, I would say, yeah, that tracks. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, they still had Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Yeah. And not Tyreek Hill, which is super weird to me. <laughs> they could have had their offensive line could have been Mailman, J.D., Steven, and both Waynes. And they still would have won that Super Bowl. Because it was scripted for them to win. Patrick Mahomes, the spokesperson for State Farm, is not losing a Super Bowl in State Farm Stadium. I told you over and over again. No one believed me. Listen to this quote from A.J. Brown. 85% of money in Vegas was on the Eagles. Isn't that crazy? You didn't believe me. That's crazy to me. Didn't believe me. I'd have put the money on the Eagles. Tried to told you. 
We that's, play, why, that's why we only did prop bets. That's why we did prop bets. That's why we only did prop bets in Phoenix. I was we like, I been, am not betting for the Eagles. We could not, yeah. Yeah. And you were outnumbered. Me and Rob were like. It's like, yeah, we're taking the Eagles and we're going to buy up some points. Yep. The Eagles are going to beat their ass, that's bro. That's what we said. I said, no. This has been written since the beginning of the season. This you is. Fool, you WWE marks can't even see when it's happening in another sport. This won't catch the same traction that, like, the Tim Tebow, no one's ever going to play harder than me. This is not going to catch the same traction as, that's a clown question, bro. Sure. This is not going to catch the same traction. I'm about to give you what I think is possibly the best quote in the entirety of sports history whenever we get back. Stoked. A.J. Brown is basically Shakespeare. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. (laughs) I promise I won't either. I will just read it to you. I have no idea what's coming. In a dramatic, and, and Griff, you'll cut this off, and you'll 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 play this at night to to motivate you to be better at life. I guess I said at night, but I also meant first thing in the morning with your with your cup of cup of coffee, decaf okay. coffee that you re, that you rationally have a fear of. Same way you have a fear of opening half and halves. And it, it just like squirts out a little bit at the top and it gets over your dress pants. And you think, what? People aren't going to think that's half and half. This is on my dress pants. It's like that same irrational fear. You think it's a little dribble from the restroom. And you're, it's not. It's half and half. You, that irrational fear. Remember when we were doing the program from New Mexico Pinion Coffee? I think you know exactly where I'm going with this. Yes. And then the lady of the streets came in. Ah, uh, she was interesting. And asked for a water. She was home free. And then drank half of the water. And poured sixteen half and half cups Griff, it was into crazy. her water. Sixteen she, half and halves is eight. She <laughs> No, it's two halves. Two halves make a whole. Ah. Exactly dang. sixteen. Sixteen half and half cups inside her half milk, half water. So actually it was half since it mixed with half water. My texture's going crazy <laughs> on what AJ Brown said, and we'll get back to that. Whenever we get back, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The king of sports talk. I have not given myself enough credit lately. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays at 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, kill it, Griff. I'm about to kill you the best quote of all time. A.J. Brown. If Hertz has million number of fans, I am one of them. If Hertz has 10 fans, I am one of them. If Hertz has only one fan, that is me. If Hertz has no fans, that means I am no more on the earth. That's strong work. That is strong work. Oh, my God. If world is against Hertz, I'm against the world. I love Hertz to my last breath. I'm a diehard fan of Hertz. There you go. Damn. (laughs) Impressive. He loves that, dude. That's a little copy and paste right there, too. Hey, you think you got support in your life? I got chills. You think you got fans in your life? 
By the way, that's a lot of love for Hertz. Yeah. Yeah. Enterprise ain't getting that kind of love. No. Uh-uh. That's a good one. No. First of all, A.J. Brown, call Van Nunley. Avis? Half, half Avis him. ain't getting that no. love. This is all Hertz, baby. Set up that deal. <laughs> the Eagles window also closes like next year. Like an Eagles fan doesn't want to hear that. When they have to start paying Jalen Hurts. They got one more year. That's it. See, to me, I think Jalen Hurts is a team player, and he's going to sign a very lucrative contract, but not a budget killer. No, but the Eagles would also do this one. They'd be like, well, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, so we could obviously get someone. And if we package Brown and Hurts, we could get four first-round draft picks, Mm. and there'll be some dumb stuff. Nah, they're keeping them. He's too good. You know what the Red... I almost called them the Redskins. That's not correct. You know what the Washington Guardians gave up to get RJ3? Do you remember that? Six picks. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me right now. We had them for a year. (laughs) By the way, that year was so much fun to watch him play football. Oh, yeah. He is... Until he got figured out. He was the prototype. Well, no, until he got injured. Well, there's that. Yeah. Can't run if you don't have a knee. If I'm Jalen Hurts and the Eagles come to me and they're like, listen, we could win some chips here. I don't know if you remember last year. We were about that close. Five years, 250 mil. Let's go. Just right now. Like, I, yeah. you could probably get more. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. You can go out, you can get more. That's, you too, can stay, that's too much. You can stay right here. Five years, 250 is too much. You think? I don't. 50 mil a year that eats your salary cap so what you need a quarterback being like somewhere between 25 and 35 oh a guy you just can't win though So you can add a couple players 35 milli a year for a quarterback insane amount of money and it's not going to eat away at your cap numbers that's that 15 million left over in between the 35 and 50 million that 15 million is going to get you another wide receiver too it's going to get you another offensive lineman, and it's going to another get you another member of the secondary. Do you know what that team in North Kakalaka would do? They'd give up seven picks for Brown and Hurts sure. and go all in and give them 50 milli. Anybody would. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, almost any team would do that. That's why the logic that you're bringing to this thing doesn't work because there's someone out there who's illogical. Like you're like you're like you know what would be best for all parties involved in this thing. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, does not matter. There's someone who's crazy. That's why there's not going to be another Tom Brady because no one is going to take Tom Brady salary cut. Oh, that's insanely correct. Yeah, but also if you can go down, if Patrick to- Mahomes starts doing it. He has a chance. If, ta- if Patrick Mahomes takes below market value for the rest of his career and stays on competitive team, right? We might be watching the next Tom Brady. Give me the baby blue. Give me the black. Give me the white and no cackalaka that's what i want jalen hurts yeah aj brown give up the farm catching tutties against the falcons farm one hour of this program left griffin you're doing great today thank you we're both a little surprised (laughs) she was here and prepared today two days in a row this is crazy (laughs) we got you again tomorrow griff Yes, sir. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Final hour of the program. And what a program it's been. I've been on one a little bit. And the I program need... in question, of course, is two men on on the sports animal. Absolutely. Yeah. If your dial isn't set to the sports animal just 24-7, you're messing up. Like, really bad. That's a good call. Look, even before I was on the sports animal. Okay. I was a fan of the sports animal. Superior content here. What happened when you met your heroes? How was that? Mexico. You don't want to know how the sausage is made. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. Luckily, I'm vegetarian. I'll tell you what I like about here. I didn't think we were going to do this bit. What do I really like about here? Here as in the sports animal? The sports animal. Okay. The sports animal. The sports animal. All right. Let's try that real quick. You hit the the. Okay. The sports animal. Mm. That's pretty. I feel like EA Sports. The sports Animal? <laughs> we got pros in the morning. The morning show dudes. Oh, my God. They're so professional. They're the best dudes. The opening drive? Yeah. Here in the morning? 7 a.m. to 10 a.m.? Crazy. Jeff Symbieta? Yeah. JJ Buck? A. Marie? Yeah. Studs. And then? Hit hey, let's you talk l- about that A. Marie a second. Hold up. The growth that she's shown over Stop. the past year just... Such a talent. There are two names at this station if I go anywhere. Okay. If I go anywhere, people are like, Harry, I know your voice. I've never seen you. First of all, you're much younger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Secondly, how's Eric Strauss? He's a cool guy. Yeah. How's A. Marie? Yep. That's the, every time that's the conversation. No, Steve, I don't know what her hair smells like. Yeah. But she's a very nice person. Actually, I do believe her to be married. Yeah. Yeah. Quite married. Quite married. Yeah. Very. Yeah, I believe one that's based around love, actually. Like all the way married. Correct. Yeah. And then you see people do this. They go, shucks. And I go, Steph Griffin, on the other hand, that's what I always do. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever met a fan like that? Yes. Hey, same. It's weird, right? It's very weird and awkward. You don't know what to do. No. And you feel like you're trapped. Like, you can't go anywhere. I'm giving you permission right now on air to say, hey, that Fred Slovak, that's my guy. I'm giving you permission right now. There's your out. Okay. <laughs> if but, we were also, to- but also, Griff, if he want to ask about me, like fives and above, I'm in. Fives and above. Like Albuquerque fives? Yeah. Oh, no. Albuquerque fives and up, I'm in. Ooh, Griff, you're Griff. You're reaching for the barrel. I don't know if you know this, but I like dark bars <laughs> where you could go from a five to a seven in the first Real quick. 30 minutes. Now, Griffin, if this happens with me, I'm I'm aggressive seven and a halfs only. Okay. Yeah. Like, all right, I will take an overachieving. A hardworking. A hardworking six and a half. A hardworking six is probably 
my ideal space. Oh, that's where you live. Yeah. They're my favorites. I don't want any of those uppity nines. You know, those tens, that's just a myth. Those don't exist. Hold up. But these nines, uppity nines, like, okay. aren't worth it. Some solid eights out there for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, that six and a half to seven and a half range, that's my milieu. That's where I want to be. Griff. That's where I live. And that's obviously, that's where I thrive. My Goldilocks zone, Griff, eager eights. If you can find an eager eight. A hungry eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a like a, a desperate snowman. A, th- a very thirsty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you, you, you give them my personal cell phone number. Yeah. Then we figure that out from there. Maybe someone who just moved into town from the Midwest. Oh, please. Who can relate to you. Uh Uh-huh. Like, actually gets you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. She's very lonely. Whenever I mention small towns. Doesn't doesn't realize how attractive she is because everything looks so different here. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And she has a real issue looking down. The average height here in the state is not my my height. It's the one advantage. It's the one. Griff, do you ever crank your neck higher than whenever you look at me? No one else. I'm too tall. That's what we need here on the sports animal is those types of fans. Yeah, please. <laughs> if you're out there, 505-246-0610, are you a six and a half to seven and a half? <laughs> are you in the skinny gingers with mustaches? Mm-hmm. Or are you an eager eight and you like to date basically behemoths? You recently sold your house? Correct. You're in the transition period of buying a new house? Correct. Why has your dress got so bad recently? So let me tell you why. Okay. I'm going through a phase right now, if you haven't noticed. No, we all have noticed. Yeah. It's been a conversation. Your appearance. So I've been. Is, we, try, we try not to bring it up because we figure it might be sensitive. We I've think been, it might be sensitive. I've been taking such good care of myself. My body is a temple thanks to. Our friends at Evolve Strong, as Van okay. is in the Rise of the Phoenix program, sure. it's really starting to show results. But the thing is, I got to eat right and exercise so often, I don't want to wear my Ray Donovan clothes every day. So I'm like athletic adjacent now. Like I'm wearing joggers and a t-shirt and a hat and a hoodie. And while they're all new and nice, it's not what you're oh, seeing out of Van. You look as if you're doing a very low-cost Steve Irwin impersonation. <laughs> The day he was killed by a stingray. I thought maybe your diet wasn't going so great and you were gaining weight and you had to go to the um, the sweat jeans. Uh, I'm not fat. I'm cultivating mass. <laughs> I'm cultivating mass. That's awesome. You look like the stand-in. I'm ripping out of this medium right now. <laughs> you look like- Are you seeing this? Look at these sleeves. You look like the stand-in for The Rock in any movie where he's shot in the jungle <laughs> and he has to wear all tan everything. What's up with these... Adventurous like death. You're, you're an extra of Jurassic Park. That's what you look like. Because <laughs> I'm wearing neutral monochrome colors, is what you're saying. Okay, from the live chat. Okay. Kevin Hart, not The Rock. That's a little closer. I agree. Ouch. At least, you know, the pebble. Griff, do you remember that thing Van said earlier about like sixes and sevens? Yeah. Me and you are going to override that, okay? What we need is like established fours and conscious. Like four and a half to five, because you need some stability in your life. First off, how dare you? You need a <laughs> you need a, a a stable hard five. Look, I was joking this whole time. <laughs> We're gonna keep it real. I am Albuquerque nine only. You okay? You for the for the betterment of the program. 
for the betterment of the program, I was slumming it uh-huh. and joking. I am Albuquerque hard nine only. Griff, I have camera rolls of proof that say otherwise. <laughs> That's false. Camera rolls. All right. Pepsi challenge. All of our <laughs> pictures with us and all of our exes on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. We, first of all, I deleted all that stuff, so you'll struggle <laughs> to find mine. Uh, Secondly, if there was a strike zone, Griff, if there was a strike zone, right? And in that strike zone, the bottom is the number one, and the top of the strike zone is the number 10. I will agree that Van takes a lot of swings at nines. A lot of misses for Van. Van is a low ball hitter, and he gets him out of the park <laughs> every single pitch. Okay, if you're going to see me with someone twice. High average. <laughs> if you're going to see me with something once, mm-hmm. there's something to what you're saying. <laughs> If you're going to see me with someone twice or more, you know different. I'm swinging for the fences. Baby. You have to. Baby, come on. You know So when boy. you break up with somebody, oh, is I it like mandatory to erase your entire past? Are you talking to me or Anybody, Van? just in general. Like no. People will just go Not in there really. and like, no. we're broken up. Oh, you don't ever exist again. No, oh, I leave it as, as wallpaper. It's an example oh, for what can be for the newcomers. It's advertising. Yeah. Like, don't you want to be happy like this person almost mm-hmm. had the chance to? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because you know are they'll you be scrolling or... to go check you out, you know, like oh, what kind of sure. dude you are. Don't you want to recreate this hayride? My, both of my Instagrams are open. You could just, like, go creep on me anytime you want. Van's social media profile pictures are from over 10 years ago, though. That's not true at all. It's 100% true. <laughs> if you look up, don't do this, friend of the show. <laughs> if you look this. up Van Nunley's <laughs> personal social media it's the same. I've known Van for six years. It's the exact same one then, and it's dated six years before that. Oh, my wall photo when I'm standing next to that. Um, Interesting. Oh, he knows exactly right. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you d- mean. The old uh, busted up Adobe. That's true. But all the pictures <laughs> are new. I'm not trying to catfish anyone. He's like, I just recreate that photo every year. <laughs> I just change the outfit God, and photo, Photoshop me in front of that building. Griff, Van is so predictable. Me and an ex-girlfriend went as Van one year for Halloween. It's true. <laughs> it's 100% true. I didn't delete her from stuff. She still was out there for a long time. Same. She's super nice. Yeah, that's advertising. Don't erase that. Don't erase that. You got to erase a couple of them. But... So, you can erase a couple of them. <laughs> long story short, Van is a low ball hitter, but he hits them hard, hits them often. You're going to hit them long. But once you get up in the strike zone... Ooh, what do you think your average is? Um, Mendoza. If we're talking Mendoza. like high heat, high heat and on the outside of the plate. Oh, but also curveballs. <laughs> like, I know you and there's a lot of off speed here. Hey, the curveballs, that's my milia right there. <laughs> Throw me some curveballs, baby. But that high heat, those Albuquerque 11s, I whiff on those all the time. I whiffed hard on a Phoenix 11. Oh, I saw it. It was bad. There's 11s out here? No, when we were uh, in Phoenix. Oh, hold on. Not Albuquerque. Oh, okay. okay. Fe- I'm like, what? A Scottsdale 11. Okay. Oh. Like way out of my league. Like yeah. two vans two vans worth. And then, so then the Scottsdale 11, after the fact, she's like, she's like, hey, Fred, here's my phone number. Okay. That didn't happen. <laughs> that, that didn't happen at all. So, did we air her? That's a very funny joke. Did we air her? That's we didn't a very air her, funny joke. Did we? Air her. We didn't put her on air? No, we did not. So... So anyway, we're talking about two different things. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. So okay. So if this girl's not an eleven, she's a nine or a ten. Okay. So she's like, "Here's my number." She's like, "Let's do some professional business together." 
I'm like, deal. But then Van had whiffed so hard, and I'm like, I don't want to now. Like, oh, oh, it nervous you out. Okay, it this, nervous me out, yeah. This is great radio right now because we can't talk about. No, we can't say any names. Yeah. yeah. I didn't try. You had a different vibe on that than I did. I had I no vibe. It. I had I feedback. It. I kept it all the way professional. The way it was explained to me is you were sitting dead red, but this change up, you didn't just swing and miss. You did like a full circus style swing, like when a when a mascot steps into the batter's box and swings and then ends up doing a spiral into the ground. Yeah, yeah, that, that didn't happen at all. All I have is what I was given. Okay. That's all I have. Long story short, yeah, Griff. Jealousy is what I, that was that I didn't hit on her. But, do you hear this, Griffin? <laughs> I do. Hey, that's the problem. We're talking baseball with Vans over here doing mental gymnastics. It's, it's a whole different sport. Back in my mental health days, that's called projection. <laughs> She's projecting. And who knows, Fred? You, you might should have, know. You do that often, Fred. You might have been her out of town. I can have one guy weekend, and you blew it. So she offered. So we watched the Super Bowl at the Super Bowl, the official Super Bowl viewing party or whatever. There was like ten thousand people there. It was a lot of fun. So she calls me that morning and she's like, "Hey, I got an extra ticket. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "One you, ticket." Yep. And I'm like, "Do you have three extra tickets? Because me, Van, and Rob are all here." And she's like, "I have one." That was and a I'm, date. And, well, I'm not. A, I'm not abandoning the boys. Uh, yep. Yes, you do. I literally said, that's not on brand. Uh-huh. That was the exact text I sent. It's true. Because I got the boys. And that's the definition of love. Right. I'm the A.J. Yeah. Brown of, of Van Nunley. You see that? Yeah, you're a better friend than me. I've been like, <laughs> later, dudes. I'm outies. This hottie uh, wants me. Oh, God, it's funny. <laughs> that is so good. If the number of times me and Van ran from each other, from like rando... Friend of the show or fan or whatever. We would would spend zero days together. You'd be on the side of a milk carton missing. You know how many purple hearts we've had Mm -hmm. for jumping on these grenades for each other for the past six years? I owe Van World Series tickets still. (laughs) For saving you? This is a true story. (laughs) And he conveniently gave me COVID last year. So he didn't have to buy me World Series tickets. I for slid the all these oh, fake positive COVID tests in the van's house. <laughs> if you're a friend of the show listening and like you do know us outside of the program, this program is like it's a work. I mean, a lot of it's a work. Like okay. we're doing radio stuff. The unregulated, like the colorful, like the expletive laden, like stories that don't come to this program, find us and ask. Yeah, like this. This is entry level. This is yeah. This like elementary for sure. This is not the varsity of stories. No, we, and we can't. We can't tell any of the good no. Stories. And they're so good and funny, and they have punchlines that we've rehearsed and names. And there's victims often. <laughs> That's what's so fortunate about this program and the listener that we have, like the friend of this show, because there are options in town. We know there are options sure. in town. You don't have to be right here right now with us. The appreciation that we have for you, oh, my gosh. Unmatched. Unmatched. The appreciation that the morning show has for you, the opening drive right here on the Sports Animal, unmatched. You know what I love about that program is the consistent participation they have from their fans. Oh, I love it. They have, like, 
almost they have like a yeah. rotation of callers that call in at the Suck. same time. Maybe you got expectations of friends of the show. I think us people are scared to call in. Sometimes. Well, we set a culture for some time. Yeah, you know, before Robert, before Griffin, you know, we had other production. Yeah, and it was, hey, we let us let us establish our thing. Sure. Callers are great. You got to filter a lot of them. Had to. Yeah. But now we're at a point where if we were to open up the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610, get in where you fit in. We make the thing work. Right. But there was a proof of concept for a while. Mm-hmm. Also, I will trade stories for beers. I don't know if that's payola, but I'm in on that. I don't think it is. Unless that company is like Anheuser-Busch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> giving you kegs of beer. Also, MBEV, call your boy. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The only part of your morning that doesn't suck. The Opening Drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I right, file, file this one under duh, okay? Okay. Matt Ryan, eyes career in broadcasting. Okay. Since he hasn't had an elbow for a season and a half to throw a football. He's, uh, as reported by Andrew Martin in the New York Post, Matt Ryan is, uh, quote, unquote, very interested in leading a broadcasting career. Hmm. He under contract. If he retires, he's out 12 mil Garen. I saw the money Fox gave Tom Brady. No one's getting that money. No, but you could get $12 million. Greg Olson, backup tight end for the Bears and the Carolina Pathers of North Kakalaki. He got 15 for the Super Bowl. Just for that game. one game? That one game. Oh, my God. Also, that might be the whole season. I don't really know. I think it's the whole season. Still. Pretty good work. Good work if you can get it. I think he would get one of the low-level ones at CBS and Fox to start. One of those, like, hey, prove it's. And I don't know what you know about that world, Griff, but they set you up with full productions that you watch on, like, TV, where they, they're feeding you the stats and they're giving you the breaks and the ends and They'll throw you little curveballs like they'll mess something up and you and it's like a game from like multiple years ago and you have to like learn the rosters and the whole thing. Now with him it might be a little different because he just played and they might want those connections with players, but they'll put him with like a Burkhardt or someone that can really go and they'll be like, Feel the seat. And he'll do a bunch of them. He'll get reps. And football players love reps. Sure. He'll get he'll become the best one very fast. I don't know, man. Greg Olson put in some work this year. He did some really good job. Good point. Especially in the Super Bowl. You're making a good point. That was A-level commentary in the Super Bowl. He did fantastic. He'll he'll become very suitable very fast. Yeah. But is Matt Ryan like a big personality guy? Like, I don't know him. He was on the playoff stuff. He did really well. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, but as much as like people enjoy talking head stuff, because I'm not a big talking head guy. We were just talking about this the other day. Well, we sat down here midday to do some stuff as opposed to like like early afternoon like we normally do. 
in ESPN, which was on the TV here in the studio, it's showing um, Talking Head Soup. What was the name of the show? Where they give them fake points. Where they, yeah, and uh, not whose line is it anyway, but it's the sports one. By, oh, what's old boy? I'm such an idiot right now. Around the Horn. So we're watching Around the yes. Horn. Yes. And I can't even remember. It's not Max Kellerman anymore. It's some other dude. Yes. So they're doing Around the Horn. And me and you were like, when's the last time we watched Around the Horn? Because for me, I think, I was like, oh, I don't know, dog. It's been a couple of years. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking. High school? Same. Yes. Yeah, Has that show been on air 20 years? Tony Reale? Tony Reale. There we go. Who will catch an awful announcing article tomorrow from whoever does those because he does Ash Wednesday and he catches one every year. People throw a fit about it. Really? It's so stupid. Just let people live their life. Oh, my God. You sound like me. But that talking head stuff, recognizing what we do as a profession, recognizing our connection with the friends of the show and all that. That talking head stuff, that's kind of garbage stuff. By the way, uh, Catholics, if you're still listening, we weren't making fun of you in the first segment. We don't know a lot about Lent. I'm not Catholic. Yeah, we're not Catholic. No one's bagging on you for making your life decisions. Griff, you don't have to say on air, are you Catholic? You're not. You just said you weren't. Yeah, no. No, we're just, there's okay. a, we, we are idiots no, when it okay. comes to that. That's okay. You don't have to be offended immediately. No. You know how not offended I am when I meet a Catholic that doesn't know anything about WWE? I'm not offended. Yeah. You know who's going to support the hell out of the friends of the show who are Catholics? Two thumbs. Yeah. This guy. You right there. You know who will criticize the Catholic Church? Same two thumbs. This guy. I went to one church as a kid. It was called Bush Stadium. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But those talking head shows, they need dudes. Yeah. Because these dudes that were on this one, we were just watching around the horn with Tony Reale. In our, in our defense, we didn't have the volume on. All right. Two, yeah, that's 100% <laughs> true. We didn't have closed captioning on. We just no. saw it on the TV. It's like, oh, yeah, this still exists. But there's somebody. There's a friend of the show right now who's like, oh, I catch that every day. Every day. Big catch on every day for 20 years. Yeah, 2.30 p.m. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever time. Yeah. Oh, missed it last night. Watch it today. Catch up. Catch up. And then also if you're like, and I get it, if you're like sitting in a security shack outside of What's like a General Mills, like mm-hmm. scanning cars in and out. I get it. Watch that stuff. Yeah. I get it. I got you. Thank you for tuning in for us. Yeah. But you going to tell me Matt Ryan, who played the game so very professionally for so many years, who lost 27-3 in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you're going to tell me that Matt Ryan can't just step in and immediately be one of the best dudes at talking head stuff? Heck yes, he can. Of course. Quarterbacks and middle linebackers with personality can immediately do that. Because they know the game better than anyone else on the planet. And he will be fed the best material. He'll be fed. Yeah. You got you got headphones on. You got earbuds in. You got a room full of producers. Like, do you think Greg Olson can calculate a year of statistics in his head in real time? No, that is Steve. That is Steve on the other side of the microphone telling him, that A.J. Brown has 13.8 yards perception on right. third down. Yeah. He doesn't know that. No clue. No one knows that. Except for Steve. Yeah. Whenever Joe Buck hands it off to him, they open up. Monday Night Football opens. All right? 
It's Joe Buck and and Matt Ryan in, in the broadcast booth. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Roddy friends are back for Monday night. And Joe Buck says, welcome to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. The Eagles are opening the season against the visiting Dallas Cowboys. I, of course, am Joe Buck. And alongside me, Matty Ice Ryan. Matt, welcome. And he says, Ice is back with a brand new invention. And you're like, yes, you're at, like I'm in on you. Huh. Like, you, you oh, did it. That comment was Matty Nice. Yeah. He opens up a, a a natural light beer and drinks it. I go, is he drinking a Natty Ice? Ooh, buddy. Like a Matty Ice? Mm. I'm in on this move. His commentary is going to be the staple in NFL. Like in China, and they eat Matty Rice. Also, NFL loves the interchangeable vanilla that's Boomer Esiason and Phil Sims and Matty Ice. Mm. Like they are gonna they're gonna soak this cake up and bake it for you every single weekend. Yes. <laughs> also, CBS doesn't want to dude they already have get yelled at the TV Tony Romo every weekend. They want a dude that does not move the needle. The product itself sets the the needle at immediate north. You don't need more. Yeah. You need adequate. What has Matt Ryan been his entire broadcast career? Adequate. And look, I mean, NFL career. A guy who comments on games, who talks for at least 15 hours a week right here on this program. Yeah. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. I, I know you're talking about you because I take a lot of days off. That's correct. I actually work here for this program. Got, got other stuff going When on. I'm watching football on the weekends i want to let you know loyal listener friend of the show i'm usually listening to music i got the red zone channel on i'm listening to music and it's not until the fourth quarter usually halfway through the fourth quarter when i turn the volume on the games so maddie ice could be the best first three quarters commentary mm-hmm. in the history of the world and van is not going to know about it. i'm excited for him to be hated by your father oh. the way that he hates chris collinsworth and tim mccarver tim, <laughs> tim mccarver's an idiot going potpourri when we get back top stories of the day including the nba there's a lot going on there we got like 30 minutes left looks like it Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I'm Jeff Sambietta. Wednesday on the opening drive, it's game day. The Lobos are in Boise. What they need to do to beat the Broncos and the latest on NFL quarterback news. Join me and J.J. Buck. The opening drive starts at 7 a.m. The UNM Lobos are doing spring practice. they got a lot of stuff going on with the football program. It's super fun over there, super exciting. But, Van, you hit me with the Sportsline texter Correct. during the break. So, a little bit of a pivot. Van, hit Shout me out. with the Sportsline texter. Shout out to 0067. Hi, friend of the show here. That's okay. Good start. Long-time listener, first-time caller. This is a text, but I like it. I'm curious, what's the difference between a Scottsdale 11 and a New Mexico 11. Great question. And then he seals the deal with thirsty eights want to know. Ooh. <laughs> now, you said he. This could be a he or. Hey, uh, unisex. Yeah. What I, what I don't want you to do is infer. Correct. Yeah. So a thirsty eight is asking. 
the difference between a Scottsdale 11 and a New Mexico 11. Right. I, because I can respond on the text. You already here, responded. I already responded. Now, okay. Griff, here's what I wrote as a response. I said, Van has a shot with New Mexico 11s. <laughs> That's the difference. Hey, in my defense, I had a shot with a Scottsdale 11 as well. Also, I don't know who this I is. But out. Do you remember the night that I left Mill? Oh, yeah. 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 That's where I went. Okay. To chase a Scottsdale 11 and fail. Well, you miss 100% of the shots. You nailed it right there. But if you don't try and take a shot, then you'd never know. I agree completely with that. Whenever it comes to shots, I'm like, shot, 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 yeah. shot, shot. So, if you want to break it down. Thirsty eight. Thirsty eight, talking to you. <laughs> I would say a New Mexico 11 is a Scottsdale eight and a half. Do you think that's accurate? <sighs> so, I had a... I have a New Mexico 11 in my life that I just think so very highly of. Okay. She just moved to Scottsdale. Okay. I think she's having a little identity crisis. Because <laughs> <laughs> she ain't the top. She's oh, she's not top shelf oh, no more. Oh, that's so funny. Now, it's, it's one of those things, too, because Scottsdale compliments are different than Arizona. I mean, excuse me, New Mexico compliments. Yeah. So, like, here's one, like. Griff, I'm just going to objectify you here, so go to HR if you want. Like, oh, my God, Griff, you're so pretty. That's nice. That's a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's here. If we're in Scottsdale, oh, my God, Griff, who did your nose? Uh Oh. That's the difference. Mm. Yeah. And by the way, ladies out there listening. Yeah. Beautiful women all over the world, no matter where you go. shape and size. Especially right here in Albuquerque. Oh, the prettiest place on earth. But let's talk about density. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is Van is very dense. Denser. Oh, very much so. Different um, definition. Uh, oh, okay. Definition so, yeah, my bad. Dense. I'm showing my denseness right now by trying to explain this. The density of New Mexico 11s in Scottsdale is just like close your eyes and throw a pebble. Correct. Just throw a pebble. Yeah. They're any like, direction. The it's density. unfair. New Mexico 11s in Scottsdale is like tumbleweeds here. Correct. Yes. Everywhere, just everywhere. Not you, you could go. You could go over to Gilbert. Yeah, the same numbers. Same numbers. Tempe, very high, but not the same numbers. There, you can you dr- go you go all the way up to Glendale. Oh yeah, still doing great. Not Scottsdale numbers. There is there's a one hour drive that you can go along the highway mm-hmm. and go okay, but in Scottsdale, you one block. It's different. Scottsdale is L.A. numbers. Scottsdale is Miami mm-hmm. numbers. It's a different world there. From the texter, maybe Van should stay in New Mexico. <laughs> Sportsline texter is on fire. Yeah. Are you referring to my warrants? <laughs> the Sports Animal Hotline texter is like, let's just put heat on Van, and I'm about that energy on the sure. texter. Bring it. I love it. I don't think you know... All right, I'm gonna Van. I'm gonna write down the name of this person that I was describing. Um, <laughs> all right, you know who this is, and she just moved to Scottsdale. Uh huh. So she calls me and she says, "I couldn't get a job at this like Twin Peaks style bar or whatever." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, babe, yeah, maybe 
Welcome to Scottsdale. Yeah, maybe that's Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Whoo. Mm-hmm. Care about you. A small handful of you here. Yeah. God, that's the worst, too. Yeah. 12 of you for 10 cents over there. <laughs> hey, also, I'm very pro, like, plastic surgery. Like, if you have a thing you needed to do in your life to make you feel better about to you. To a point. Do that thing. Okay. As long as it's healthy and safe. You know me. And you don't look like an Illuminati lizard person. That's where I draw the line. You know what makes me mad about plastic surgery lately? Hey, is all the I young said, people. Griff, sorry to interrupt you. I oh, said no. Illuminati lizard person, <laughs> and our live stream immediately started buffering. Oh, there we go. <laughs> if you don't believe this is real. Griff, I, you were saying? I don't like how lately younger people don't like that older people are getting plastic surgery. Is this a For, TikTok thing? I don't know about I don't this. know. But I just think that older people should be the ones getting the plastic surgery when you're younger. You shouldn't be. So I've had a bunch. And I got all of mine when I was in my teen years. So all the plastic surgery I have had, I got between like 16 and 18. What? It's a true story. 100%. Because beforehand, and I like, all right, Griff, on the 1 to 10 batting scale that we use to describe Van... Right now, with an adjective and a number, describe me to the listener. Gosh, I don't know. She doesn't look at you like that. Oh, that's a good point. All right, so not from your perspective, but passerby. If I'm downstairs at my mom's at the cafe, how am I getting... if I had to explain someone to you, like, if I wanted to set them up with you or something, I'd be like, there is this guy. Yeah. He's probably 6'6", 6'10". Like a short 6'6". Tall guy. (laughs) Yeah. He is super nice, oh, super outgoing, super it. loud, and his smile is awesome. Thank you. Now put a number on That's it. Sweet. He just wanted to give you an Albuquerque <laughs> number. That's number? all. Yeah, I just need just the number. And you can say six I'm and a half. I'm gonna say maybe about an eight. Whoa! Perfect. Perfect. John Cena noises. Here we go. So as a qualified, maybe because you have a job. Thank you. That's how different the Albuquerque scale is. That's four points. As a guy who was recently graded as a maybe eight, what I will tell you. Oh, God. I'm not, we're not going to hear the end of this all night, Griff. Maybe eight. I'm so sorry. My pre-plastic surgery, I was an absolute four. No. Like, oh, I promise you. I had a jaw that didn't leave my neck. My chin, the bottom of my face looked like Bart Simpson. Like, it was absurd how weird I looked. He could lick his Adam's apple. The, I, could stick, I could stick the two fingers that Van uses in a high two instead of a high five between my lower manable and my upper manable. And I said, I need help. You said, lie. Why would I lie? What? I don't weird know. Thing to lie That's a weird lie. Get done what you got to get done to feel good about yourself. Yeah, I 100% true, feel that yeah. way. Also, that's why I wear this beard. This is man makeup. That's exactly <laughs> what facial makeup. hair is. Ladies, if you don't know that. Do you think you look weird without it? Without my beard? Uh-huh. Well, I don't think that because I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked exactly like this for 20 years. It is creepy. Van earlier today showed me a photo of him when he was 14. 
He told me he has Benjamin Button's disease and he doesn't grow older. Instead of growing, uh, aging in reverse, me and my crush, Valerie Robin, zero, zero. Don't, don't say her name. At, the <laughs> next governor of the state of New Mexico. At five, he had his little um, mustache with his little twirls at the end. It's the only difference. I didn't have this. Whenever I start aging, it's going to be so hard and fast. Like, I'm hanging on by a thread right now. If you're joining us on the live stream on the YouTube channel or Facebook Live, my name is now Albuquerque Maybe 8. <laughs> we wrap up the eight, baby. <laughs> we wrap up the program whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. Hell yeah. Yes. That's a yes. This is 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the live. No, wait. Forget everything. Not the live chat. From the Sports Animal texter. Fred is at best an eager eight. Okay. Okay. I think that's actually better than a maybe eight. I like an eager eight. That's you're ready to please. You have a go get them attitude. You're I agree. eager. I'm into helping. Yeah. I'm into taking care of others. I doubt that's what they meant by that. That's <laughs> I think thirsty is what they meant by eager. So obviously Griffin knows me better than she knows you, so I think it's only fair because I know you better than she knows you, that I will give your grade, Van. And I believe you're an opportunistic seven opportunistic seven yeah. you purposely put yourself in low-lit environments oh yeah you purposely sir i've seen oh, your friend group. come on your friend group is a bunch of established sixes and you put yourself around they because you believe successful sixes he's like the prettiest one in the room it's a hundred percent what well, i do and by griffin's definition because you have a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually an 11 welcome to the club Griffin, I would love to see your dating app. Oh my God. What does the boy side of a dating app look like? Is it bad? Oh, my God. Have you seen me? I'm pretty prolific. Griffin, how weird are boys on dating apps? Boys app? are very weird. But I don't know. I mean, I've heard of some girls being crazy, crazy. But boys, like, in their app, they're like, oh, I love fishing and golfing, music, cooking. I love my mom. I love doing all this stuff. And then once you privately start talking to them, they're like, can I have naked pictures? What? Mm-hmm. When are we going to meet up and um, start doing it? When are we going to do blah, 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 blah? And you're like, whoa. Hold on there. You might not even like me. Or maybe I'm just a good at the dating app seven. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've ever got that kind of trouble. Yeah, but you're a good guy. There's well, just guys that are on there just to. That's not. I mean, we don't. We don't they're not see. really trying to look for. I feel like when you say anything, it's not true, though. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true. You don't know anything. But I don't know. I think there's a, a fair share of great guys out there, though, too. Oh, I agree completely. Yeah. You just get those random weirdos. See, what you're describing. But you get crazy girls, too. Because, yeah. I mean, I've heard of stories where the guys have, like, taken them home, blah, 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 and then half of their stuff's missing from their house, you know? What? Like, they've been robbed or whatever, so, so yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that you just told me that. Yeah. People are sketchballs, though. You always got to be on your guard. 
What you're describing, your experiences on uh, dating apps, Griffin. Yeah. The uh, you know exchanging of pictures way too yeah, fast yeah, yeah, and like yeah. trying to get you to sleep together. Yeah. Super fast. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> that is my game plan. Thank but you. But I make you laugh first. So you're like, oh, this isn't gross and intimidating. <laughs> no. He's got a sense of humor. <laughs> and he's a pervert. Well, I could, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying there's anything uh, wrong with that. But there are just some guys that go straight for that. <laughs> They're just not that I've never said no, but <laughs> I just was like, oh, well, I guess so. Okay, I was I'm over. Kidding. I was over here thinking of my dating app capabilities. Is like, oh, okay, like maybe I'm like, maybe I'm like a cool guy. Maybe, yeah, maybe people are into me. Maybe this goes well. And as it turns out, it's just the juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah, against the rest of you clowns out there. All these other pervs they're, are doing the heavy lifting it. for you. Yeah. yeah, it's not that I'm good. I'm just less bad. And by the way, I don't send compromising pictures of myself. Same. The, Literally never. The midsection, I don't do that. No no DPs, no Brett Favre stuff ever. Brett Favre. But what I do do is very <laughs> tasteful cosplay pictures of like... Oh, no. Like me as like a crossing guard and pigtails kind of thing. You're on your Star Trek outfit with your ears. First off, Star Wars. Thank you very much. <laughs> Get my fandom right, okay? Don't kink shame me, Griffin. <laughs> He's all with his um, waistband um, hip bag that he bought at the um, Royal Rumble. What you can was say that? fanny pack. Fanny pack. It's my Slim Jim Long Boy fanny pack. There you go. He's all And it's going to be going to the WrestleMania, the too. For the girls. <laughs> Griff, he's walking up to every every single person who's costume pretending to be Macho Man Randy Savage. He's like, he's a like, brother. Can't go into the Royal Rumble without the proper fuel. And you know that fuel is whenever you snap into a Slim Jim. And he would pull them out the way that a gunslinger would pull out two pistols Correct. from his waist. This is all accurate. And if, So he had two sizes. Oh my he had God. fun size ones that you would get like from like a cheap politician. Mm-hmm. And then he had full size, like size of your forearms. And he would give those to the kids. Yeah. And I'm like, Van. I'd say... Hey, Junior, you got a Royal Rumble in your tum-tum? Snap into a Slim Jim. You know, sometimes being a macho man means fighting off fighting off hunger. And you can do that right here, brother, with a Slim Jim. And you're like, Van, there's nothing macho about a protein deficit in your diet. Now, friend, because your costume's so humble here at the Royal Rumble. And you would just start rhyming. And me and Robert are like, man, this is like, it's not excessive, but this is perfect. How <laughs> you many, are awesome. How many did you have? I gave away two dozen long boys <gasps> and 120 short boys. He went to the grocery beforehand. Yes. So me and Robert are at the Airbnb watching SmackDown from the night before because we're like, we got to be up to speed because we care about the product. Right. And man's like, I'll tell you what, brothers, I'll be back real quick. I'm going to jump over to the IGA here, and I'm going to come back ready to go for this one. And Could we're you like, imagine being behind him at the security and um, oh, doing yeah. all of those on the table? And he doesn't get a basket. He just wraps them in his arms and holds them. It was weird. Like Cindy Lou Who getting her presents back from the Grinch.
There's a lot of lot of lot of meat handed out. Not a lot of sports in the last half of this program. Van, final words. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff JJ and A Marie. That's I mean, from the texter, the Sports Animal Hotline. You guys are hilarious. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a Griffin thing, I can tell. Appreciate you. <laughs> final words, Griffin. See you tomorrow. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.